Hallo. Happy Monday, everybody. TGIM. It's Monday. Thanks to God. Five o'clock somewhere. Tuesdays, some other places, but (laughs) it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, I want to thank Jen and Meg Martinez for taking time out of your Monday to be with us. We really appreciate it. We made this, we made it work. We made it work. So uh, for those of you tuning in, Jen and Meg are part of an organization that is, uh, I would say, something that should have been talked about a long time ago. And we're glad you guys are bringing awareness to it. And, you know, I hope people don't get offended, but it's known as Gays Against Groomers. And you guys are part of the California division, correct? Or California chapter. We are. So me and my wife are co-directors of California, and I also run the outreach program, so I'm director of outreach. Nice. Beautiful. Is it a national organization, or when you say the California chapter, or is it a statewide? No, it's actually nationwide now. We are actually building states on a regular basis. We started off as a handful of people, and now we are over 125 now, just in the last year. So wow. we're adding states every single day. Yeah. It seems we're constantly having new people join, which is amazing. Yeah. And we kind of ran into you guys as, uh, you know, a lot of shit that's basically been hitting the fan with the school board and Glendale USD and Satikoy. And, you know, there was, a, you know, people started talking about, oh, gays against groomers are here. And we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Gays <laughs> against groomers. And, you know, once we started digging into it more and more and more and more and more, we were like, all right, all right. So now you actually have, you know, people who are gay, lesbian, call yourself bi, even trans, who are like-minded and like us. And they basically tell you to leave the kids alone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've had individuals on our podcast, gay, gay men on our podcast, where, you know, they've talked about, this whole, again, grooming that, you know, you guys are, that you guys have it in your organization's name, where it's looked down upon as far as, oh, look, grooming, grooming. Why are you guys using the grooming? But, you know, we'll we'll dive into that. But very, very quickly, before we start the show, um, tell us a little bit about yourselves, how you guys met, and then, you know, when the kind of, and if there was a flip in the switch where you guys, Democrats, were you guys always Republicans or uh, like the whole the whole story but with you guys? So for me, I was a lifelong Democrat. Um, I was told my whole life that, you know, the Democrats are the more caring side. And if you are anything other than a white rich person, that that was a party that you needed to belong to. And I kind of went down a rabbit hole after the 2016 election because I was just seeing so much hatred toward this man who had been elected, and that was Donald Trump. And I went, there's got to be something more there because I've never seen this in my whole life where one person was targeted this badly when everybody before, all the rap stars, all the celebrities loved him. And then all of a sudden he was this horrible person. And so there was an organization called Walk Away. Um, I saw a video by Brandon Strzok and he's a gay man that started that movement. And he was basically saying, you know, it's okay to not be a Democrat if you are gay, if you are a minority, if you are all these things. And it really resonated with me. And it kind of took me down a rabbit hole where I started to do my own research and realized, wow, I was so, I became so angry because I realized everything that I was told was a complete lie. Mm 
And when I started to actually engage with the conservatives that allegedly hated me so much, I received nothing but love, respect, and open arms. But when I basically came out and said, I'm leaving the left, <clears throat> all the hatred, I mean, I'm telling you, death threats, um, homophobic slurs, racial slurs all came from leftists. So that was what kind of catapulted me into just leaving that side. Yeah, and as far as how we met, it's kind of a funny story. So we met on Plenty of Fish. We both had just left each other's wives. Like, we, we were both married, and we had just separated, and we met each other, and we've been together for seven years. Um, but when it came to joining the organization, it was, like she said, we were doing the whole walkaway movement. We're still really good friends with a lot of them. And we saw Jamie Michelle post this one post, and we both have been following her for a long time. And she said, I am done with being lumped in with these people. I am starting Gays Against Groomers. And we we're just like, oh my God, lesbians think like us. And so <laughs> we ended up knowing people who were joining that group. And we joined a couple weeks after it started. And it's just been an avalanche of us going out there and making a difference in the world, showing people that not all gay and trans people think exactly like the, we call them the crazed TQ plus mafia. So yeah, we're here now. See, a lot of the, a lot of people that we've spoken to who were quote unquote part of the LGBTQ community, most of them turn around and say, what community are you talking about? That's not a community. What are your thoughts on that? Because a lot of them call it, you know, again, we're going to get backlash for this, but a lot of them call it a cult, like a following. It is now. I, I won't deny that because it absolutely is now. Um, what you're seeing is it's very politicized. Um, a lot of these people that are even calling themselves trans, they're not even fully transitioning. They're doing partial things and they they don't look like men or women, there's something in between. So that's why the transsexuals that are in our organization are very opposed to that because they did a lot of work to get to where they are in order to just acclimate in society where these other people do not want to, okay? So that's that's one thing. I, I would say also just, it's it just, it, all of it's political at this point. Which is funny, you know, we mentioned that to certain board members where we, we talk about the pride flag. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you remember when we discussed it, we said, is it political, the flag itself? No, no, no. It just, it's basically letting children know that this is a safe space. That's what it's about. But then when you go online and you go on social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, doesn't matter. It's completely politicized. It's completely yeah. politicized to the point where, you know, it's either you're with us or you're against us. It's, it's, as, it's as simple as that. And they've made it very, very obvious to both conservatives, to independents, to Democrats. It doesn't matter. It's either you're with us or you're against us. What, what is the purpose of the pride flag? How did that come about? So the pride flag originally, the rainbow encompasses everything. So if you mix the entire colors of the rainbow, you get one color. And that was what the encompassing was. It was to show... It actually started back in like the 70s, late 80s, where, you know, there's a whole revolution of gay people who just said, no, we're not 
these crazy pedophiles. We're not these crazy people. We just want to live our lives and do our thing. And all of the rights that we fought for, that was celebrated by the original just rainbow flag. When they started adding things to it, it started shifting. So to me and your statement about it being political, when all of a sudden the American flag is not allowed to fly in most classrooms because it is deemed offensive, but you're allowed to put up a progressive pride flag, which for those who don't know what a progressive one is, it is the one with the triangle that mm. encompasses the trans with the rainbow. That's the pride flag or the progressive pride flag. When the American flag is more looked at as something bad to have, you know something has become political because they wouldn't be able to have the rights to go out on the streets and say the things that they do without that American flag. Now, the pride flag has six colors, right? Rainbow has seven. So it's not exactly the color of the rainbow. It's one color missing. Is there a reason why it's six colors instead of seven? Do you know? I don't think there was really <clears throat> any reason for that. I think it was more just it was a representation of the fight for our civil rights that we really didn't have until, you know, the 70s, mid-70s you know, even into the early 80s, as far as workplace and things like that go. Um, unfortunately, the whole movement has been hijacked. And that whole representation of what we were versus what's happening now has completely dissolved. So how much of those civil rights have, has the gay population fought for till today? And what has been accomplished? And how is this new movement, this trans movement taking light away from all of that because that that's what our understanding is it's like you guys have fought for your rights for 50 years now you finally have i would say probably equal rights at this point yeah. and now um you're being categorized in this new movement with the trans and every other letter after which i, I don't even know how many letters there are at this point um neither do we honey right. neither do we. <laughs> so like i what, how, how does that as, as two, you're, you're married, is it the right term, gay couple or lesbian couple? What's the proper word? I mean, well, just a married gay couple. Married gay couple, okay. So as a married gay couple, how does that make you feel having fought, even people prior to you have fought, and then, then after you guys were born, once you became maybe adults or whatnot, whenever you, you got into that cycle as well, you fought for your rights. To, to create equality, and now it's like everything you fought for is pretty much you're being identified in that same category as them, um, which you probably don't want to be, no. right? So talk about that a little bit as far as how, how that's been for you guys. So the the current TQ plus IA, I don't even know the acronym anymore, is completely regressive. Um, it relies on hard sex stereotypes, which we had tried to get away from for a very long time. Um, basically, they are acting now as if being a homosexual is a choice, because if you identify as XYZ, well, then everybody should be attracted to you and want to date you. And if you don't, then you're going to be considered a bigot or a transphobe and all these things. So it, it doesn't align with gay rights at all. So I, I don't know at what point somebody thought it was a good idea to throw us all together and force team us, but I can tell you a vast majority of the LGB community do not agree with it. 
And see, this is not the first time we've heard this, where they say LGB, LGB, right. LGB. You know, when you add in the T and the Q and the A and the I, and it's like all these letters go after it. I mean, back in our time, back in our day, the word queer was actually derogatory. Yeah. Now, everything is queer nation this, queer that, queer this, bringing queer to Glendale. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, when we were in high school and we were in middle school, you'd say queer, you'd get in trouble. Like literally, like legit, you'd get in trouble. Now, saying the word queer is totally fine. I mean, when did that change? It wasn't necessarily that it was a change. It's more so that they claim that they're reclaiming a word that was used as derogatory and making it their own now, which you can do that, but the definition doesn't change. It means weird and strange. And for most of us, when somebody was called a queer, you heard that and had a fist coming for your face. So it is very kind of, I hate to use this word triggering, but it's very like, I hear that word and it immediately makes me tense up because I remember people getting beat up over it. I remember seeing all of this happen and hearing from our gay elders who went through it, it makes it 10 times worse. So I hate the word queer. I will never use that in conjunction with me. Um, lesbian, okay, fine. You can call me gay, lesbian, whatever. The one thing that I do want to point out though is that it is not all trans people that are doing this. There are trans people with gender dysphoria and we we know that, we accept that. And we have a lot of them in our organization. And, but they also do not agree with what's going on because all of the work that they've done to build up their name and just be accepted into society is now being destroyed way more. Like their acceptance has gone so far down and we are personal friends with many of them and they all feel the same way. It's just really sad to see the disintegration of our community that we did build because it's literally been hijacked and turned into a cult. I mean, it, it's sad where it's headed. And, you know, Gays Against Groomers, you know, going back to the organization, you guys became very vocal as soon as they started going after children, which is one of the things that we've been fighting for alongside, you know, many, many other organizations and parents as well, because it kind of goes back to the saying of let the kids be kids. And we actually had Ray Shelton on our show, who was a teacher at uh, Mark Keppel, who was let go, terminated wrongfully. And he mentioned it on one of our shows where he said, if you leave a gay boy alone, he'll grow up to be a gay man. Whereas nowadays, they'll ask certain questions. They'll, oh God, put children on certain puberty blockers and try to change this individual into something that they're not. So it's like... When Which is a permanent yes. change, right? Because Absolutely. Let, let's say you think you're gay. And then at 20, 25, someday you decide, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not gay. Maybe I'm attracted to women. And you... You decide to play on the other side of the field. But at that point, once you've done the puberty blockers and possibly even the sex change, right? What are you going to do? You're going to go back, play on the other side? or? Well, that's the issue. A lot of these doctors, quote unquote, which I think they should, they're, they're, they're they're, I think yeah. their licenses should be revoked right away. You know, you take an innocent child who hasn't even gone through puberty yet. 
and you inject them with whether it's testosterone, estrogen blockers, doesn't matter what it is. Biologically, you're stopping that child from going through puberty and becoming the adult that they're supposed to be. I mean, that's, it's not normal to biologically play God. But see, here's the thing. I've noticed the last couple of months, I've commented on maybe a girl's posts occasionally, maybe a dozen times. Every single time I get the same backlash. And I don't say anything derogatory. All I say is leave the kids alone. Let them become adults before they make any permanent changes. And every single time the replies I get on my comment is, you have no idea what you're talking about. We don't even, we're not coming after you. We don't care about your kids. We don't, whatever you're saying is, is, is just a right-wing narrative. Okay, right-wing narrative, really? I mean, how many videos do we need to show you of grown-ass men showing their genitals to little children and reading books? How, how what, what normal human being, I don't care what you identify as, what mentally sane human being finds that to be appropriate? That's, that's what I want to know. But every single time I get the same backlash, I, I, try, I swear, I try it out, I'm like, okay, let me just go trigger these people. Say something very sweet. Hey, guys, you know, I don't think you should <laughs> just focus on yourselves. I don't think you should be opening up oh, your you're an in front of these children. Yeah, oh, you're a Trump tard. You're a... Did I mention anything about politics? Did I mention Trump? Did I... They don't even know who I am. It's not like they watched a show or anything. It's just automatically they assume we're following the other spectrum, that narrative, which we're not. We all were... Look, throughout... I, I've seen little gay boys even back in Armenia when I was a kid. And I've seen boys where they would go and sometimes maybe even they were just experimenting. I don't know if those kids turned out to be gay adults or not, but they were experimenting. And that's all it was. It, it never turned out to be anything more. And even even here when, when I moved here, I was eight, you know, there were couple of boys maybe or girls in the classroom or in the school that, that were gay or lesbian or they thought they were. Nobody cared. And we didn't look at them any differently. I don't remember them being bullied at all. But now it's, it's almost like they're creating, they're putting a target on their back because it's because everybody thinks these are mental cases now. I mean, these people really... What's going to happen to these kids when they're adults and they regret all these, you know, puberty blockers and the surgeries and, you know, double mastectomies? How, how are they going to feel when they're adults? You think they're going to be, be normal adults in our society or do we need to have special treatment for them? I mean, what, what's the future for these people? We're already seeing the backlash of that. <clears throat> um, there are several detransitioners that have gained a lot of traction online already who were victims of being put on puberty blockers before they hit even, you know, pubescent age. We also are seeing um, lawsuits coming out now. Finally, I know Chloe Cole here in California is suing Kaiser Permanente along with, um, there's another girl, I cannot remember her name, but she's also suing Kaiser Permanente here in California. So it, it's happening. It's, it's going to be bad. I, I dread to see what the next 10 years is going to look like because 
you know, when we say grooming, we're not talking about just sexually grooming kids. You can groom children into an ideology, whether it be political or, you know, anything. So, so that, that's why when I I laugh, when people get so offended, when we say groomer and I'm just like, if you're so offended by that, then maybe you are one Yeah. because I mean, these things are happening. And like you said, you can show proof after proof after proof, but a lot of these people have, they're, they're so ingrained in the cult that they have this cognitive dissonance where they will like disbelieve the, the proof before, before them. And it's, you'll never be able to change those people's minds, but then you do have other people that haven't sunk that far into the depths of that, that will actually listen, you know, and they've only been, been fed one narrative. So now if you actually give them something tangible to look at, to read and to actually see with their own two eyes, then they're more open to actually listening to what's happening. Yeah. When it comes to the puberty blockers and everything that they're pushing for these kids, the one thing that really stands out, because Blueprawn is one of the number one puberty blockers that they use. Yes. And the argument is, will they give it to kids with precocious puberty, you know, where they're not necessarily developing the way that they should, but it's for a limited time. It's for like six months mm-hmm. that they get it. And it's maybe one shot a month at a minimal amount. And then they stop it because they know that when you go through puberty, that is exactly when your body is forming, developing, maturing your organs, your heart, your brain, your skeletal system, everything is developing. And if you stop the body from developing those things, you're going to have issues later. And that is now what we're seeing pop up a lot with these detransitioners is that their bodies haven't formed the way that they need to. They're coming out with early onset osteoporosis. They're Mm -hmm. coming out with a lot of organ failure and issues with that. So we see a lot of detransitioners come out, which is why we listen to them so much because their voices are so important in this issue. They're only promoting the positives, which there are very few compared to the amount of detransitioners, but they like to shorten that. They like to hide it. They like to cancel them as much as possible because they're speaking their truth. They're speaking exactly what's happening and what the narrative of pushing these kids and grooming these kids from kindergarten all the way up until they get to puberty. It's just really sad. It's really sad. Like a lot of the conversations that I have with detransitioners, I literally want to cry because I cannot believe that our medical system actually went along with this and they're being pushed to do this. Well, the sad part of all this is these poor kids are the guinea pigs of this experiment. And I call it an experiment because that's what it is. There is no scientific backing behind what is going on. You mentioned Lupron, right? Mm-hmm. Matt Walsh had a documentary, What is a Woman? Where he went around asking people a very, very simple question of what a woman is. And he sat down with a physician or a pediatrician and asked her, isn't Lupron a drug made to chemically castrate men? And she quickly said, I think this interview is over. Because it's true. Yet medical professionals who are injecting children with this medication won't admit that. I mean, again, this goes back to saying it. These people should not be practicing medicine, especially on children, because these children are becoming guinea pigs for this experiment. They're going to become lifelong customers of the pharmaceutical industry. That's what it is. Because, unfortunately, in my opinion, the FDA, the CDC, the WHO, all these three-lettered organizations that supposedly are the uh, safety blanket 
and the ones who were supposed to identify what's healthy, what's not, what's good for us, what's not, they unfortunately do the exact opposite because medicine itself here, unfortunately, especially with Western medicine, it's all about um, keeping people chronically ill for as long as possible because that's where the money is. And part of this is no different because these kids are going to become lifelong uh, pharmaceutical clients, mental health facility patients, you name it. This is going to f- this is going to fund their pockets, line up their pockets for hundreds of billions of dollars over the next few decades until a new fad comes around and then they're going to let this go and focus on the new thing, which could be something else. I don't know what they'll come up with next 10, 15, 20 years, but that's the, unf- that's the sad reality is that, and the parents don't realize that they're putting their kids through this thinking they're progressive and we're old fascist and we're fascist and we're extremists. We're Nazi communists. Nazis. Yeah. Oh, Jesus I mean, Christ, bro. Are, you, are, are you kidding me? Like that's yeah. it, it, the problem is, is those people haven't lived through communism. They haven't seen the bread lines. They haven't, yeah. they've never lived anywhere outside of the United States to understand, you know, what, we went through as a culture, as a community, as a, you know, as, as individuals. Unfortunately, as, as, I think they will though. If, if the United States goes the direction we're going, yeah, we will have to live those days again. And maybe at that point they'll realize shit, you know, we, See, you know, we, we put ourselves in something that we weren't ready the, for. The biggest concern I have is the suicide rate growing with the trans community. Because you guys know about John Money and the Reimer twins, yes. right? So the Reimer twins were twin boys that were born. And during a very simple medical procedure of a circumcision, one of the boys lost his penis. Yeah. And John Money came into the picture, who was a sex therapist or sexologist or whatever the hell you want to call him, uh, who was a student of Alfred Kinsey, which is another psychopath. But anyways... Uh, they raised one boy as a girl, the other one as a boy. And, you know, as time is going on and puberty is hitting, this boy is realizing, dude, I want to climb trees. I want to play with trucks. But the parents, which I blame wholeheartedly for this child's, you know, you know, the problems that he went through, um, they would say, no, you're a girl, you're a girl, you're a girl. Eventually, as he grew older, they broke the news to him that this is what happened. Parents lost both kids, one of them to a drug overdose, the other one to suicide. So that's what I'm concerned about is the suicide rate going up and the mental health becoming a bigger, bigger issue with all this, uh, the pharmaceuticals. Do you know, but, but do you know who they blame the suicide on? The us. parents? No, us. Oh, us? Yeah. For oh, not no. Ex- no, they blame it on all of us. Yeah. For not so, accepting them. So... That's what that's that's who would yeah. right. I mean, they'll blame yeah. society yeah. saying you did not accept these people as equals. They will never blame themselves for mutilating their kids. It's a manipulation. Yeah, it they a never manipulation. will. So we're gonna be responsible for that because we talked about it. You guys are obviously involved in the movement. We're all gonna be responsible for that, according well, to them. The one thing that I do want to point out is I'm going to bring back because you guys hit a couple different topics. So for each child that does go through transitioning from puberty blockers all the way up until their lifetime, it's $1.3 million per kid. Per wow. kid. You're kidding. And who no, pays okay. for that? 
the well, we are uh, we right do. now medical medicaid taxes pay for yeah. it for the most part because i mean i know with um, a few different bills that are going to be passed which i'm sure we can talk about later um a child can start transitioning themselves at 12. yeah so i mean they can walk into a planned parenthood tell them their story read a pamphlet and like an hour later walk out on puberty blockers or on hormones but 1.3 million dollars is the average cost and that's not even saying that there's side effects that's not saying that they do any other surgeries that's just saying that they just take hormones it's 1.3 million dollars mm -hmm. for their lifetime which also alters their life expectancy it lowers it drastically and then coming back to a few other topics that you guys hit with the suicide rate i have been reading a ton of studies and it's showing that there is no difference between suicidality between kids who have mental disorders versus kids who have mental disorders and transition it is exactly the same so the fact that they're saying that you know if you don't let a child transition they're more likely to off themselves is not true because if you look at all of the different studies they're not focusing on the actual problem most of these kids have bipolar most of these kids have adhd most of these kids have autism which is already a condition where you do not have a self a sense of self you don't know exactly what you are and you adapt to your environment so if your environment is all about transitioning if your environment is all about lgbtqia wtf like you're gonna fall prey to that you're gonna fall into that and i know because i did that as a child so what the narrative that they're pushing is not true they're just only highlighting statistics that actually benefit what their narrative is, which are all funded by these same organizations that are pushing this to happen. And, and this is something that I've been thinking about. If this demographic of people has the highest suicidality of any on the planet, why in the hell are we encouraging it upon our kids? Right. You know, that's what I started to wonder. And I went, you know, the, the jig is up. Like people are starting to wake up and realize that this is all smoke and mirrors and there is an actual agenda. It's not the gay agenda because I can tell you when we go to protests and things like that, the counter protesters, they're not even gay. They're not any part of the LGB or T it's straight people that have infiltrated. They hijacked our movement and now they're using us as a shield to push these nefarious things. And they just expected us to just go, okay, we're going to go along with this because these people are exactly the same as us when it's like, no, Sexuality is one thing. Gender identity is something completely different. That has nothing to do with LGB people. So I don't, again, I don't know why the government, because that's who it was, a force teamed us together, but they did. It's funny, at, at the GUSD rallies and at the board meetings that we attended, a lot of the people that you saw that were quote unquote pro LGBTQAI, whatever it is, uh, were either straight white women or straight white men. And you're, you're looking around, you're like, all right, so where where do you guys fall in this category? Well, it's because even, remember Constantine during the um, that one parade, when was that pr protest? I mean, this, this last That one. guy's out for clout okay. and he's out right. for election. But what was the first thing he said when he pointed out to the crowd? Look at, look at those Trump supporters. Yes. What does it have to do with Trump? It has nothing to do with Trump. Those people are there protesting to protect their kids from being sexualized and mutilated. That's it. What, 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 how is that a pro or anti-Trump? I don't understand. That's one of the first things he said when he turned his live IG camera to, to the crowd and said, 
and there are the Trump supporters, well, the he Trumpsters. Men- he over mentioned there. it on NBC News as well when there was a live feed going on. The interviewer asked him. It, it, it was funny. They went to one guy and they said, uh, "Do you have min- Do you have a minute for an interview?" And the guy's like, "No, no, no. You want to talk to this guy, Constantine, yeah. Constantine." And yeah, yeah, you know, he's more he, articulate. Yeah, yeah. And the and, and I was might and as well pick Scott Weaver. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and it's funny. I sat there and I was I was watching it. I'm like, I wonder how long it's gonna take him to plug in that he's the mayor and he's running for LA LA County Supervisor. Long behold, thirty seconds 30 in. Sec- thirty well, seconds. Well, he had only minutes, so you gotta give him. Well, he was on for <laughs> oh, qu- quite a while, and he, and, he, and he mentioned it as well. He goes, there's a bunch of Trump supporters rallying up some parents and sending out some misinformation. Yet when he was on the show and we asked him, can you please elaborate what this misinformation was? He was dumbfounded about it. He was he, he was kind of sitting there waiting for us to say something so he could say, oh, you see, yeah. that's where the misinformation is. It's like, no, 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 no. Well, the misinformation, according to him, was that Antifa was there to protect to protect. And Not Tifa's mother to protect. We yeah. we've actually looked into several protests that we've been involved with, and it's the same exact faces, the same exact yeah. people who are being flown all over the country. Yeah, to do this, we went to an event in Glendale, the one where the scuffle happened. Where yeah. they they started it, and then they tried to pretend that they didn't, but we all had video and everybody saw it. However, um, it was interesting because two people that confronted us and were calling us traitors and we're evil and blah 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 blah. Ended up on because we carry body cams when we go to certain events, and those two people showed up in at our Washington chapters event. Not even a week later, the exact two people. And I went, "Kidding me? These people look like they don't even have a dang job, and yet, how do they get to Washington in less than a week? It was literally like maybe five or six days after the event that we came to. It's so funny you say that. You're saying like the whole job situation, right? So. The June 6th protest that we were attending, I was coming from work, Armand was coming from work, Edgar was coming from work as well. And we were all, you know, we tried to meet that 5 p.m. deadline, but a lot of us, you know, we get off late. And, you know, we're standing in line, and long behold, when you guys showed up as well, you were coming from work as well. Right. Yep. And it's funny, you realize, you're like, wait a minute, so everybody here that's out to protect the kids from this quote-unquote movement is working their asses off, paying their taxes so they can reap the benefits? What the fuck is really going on here? Right, yeah. It's a bunch of unemployed people getting paid off of Craigslist and God knows whatever what site it is to show up, stand in line, and basically get paid to lie. That's what it is. They're a bunch of lowlifes. I mean, imagine from an HR perspective when we talk about, like, I mean... What's the future for HR? Imagine you're an HR director at a company, right? You're interviewing somebody. Now, you can't even figure, okay, do I hire this individual? Because if I hire, don't hire them, we may get sued for discrimination. If I hire them and one of us happens to mispronounce their pronouns, we're going to get sued. I mean, it's an HR nightmare, right? And And these employment lawsuits are going to, skyrocket in in the near future if they haven't already because at this point it's hard enough to keep employees right the retention rate is especially after covid is horrible and now we have to think about well do i write this individual up is it going to be held against me because i don't whatever they identify as and at that point it's it's just gonna 
built, it's going to become a snowball effect, and that that's it's going to be turned into a nightmare for for corporations out there. Yeah, and that's exactly what me and my wife were noticing, except because we've been in uh, large corporate like sectors for a long time. Her work, my work, and we noticed that people were starting to get promoted based on either their sexuality or their race. Yeah, and so both of us came to the conclusion like why am i getting this promotion why am i getting this raise is it because you know she's mexican and gay is it because i'm a lesbian like can you please just look at the merit of the work that people are doing and not their demographic exactly um i've been passed over by many jobs because i being white haven't had that but just funny that you said that because once i now i took my wife's name as martinez i started putting that i'm hispanic and all of a sudden I started getting job calls <laughs> when I hadn't had any for a very long time. Wow. So that just tells you about like how they're hiring for diversity rather than hiring for merit. Exactly. And even was it United American Airlines? One of those airlines. Was it was like, American Airlines. And I remember what you're talking about. There was a comedian who did a bit about it. And he said American Airlines or United Airlines or whatever airline it was, is now looking to hire pilots that are more diverse. And he turns around and he goes, so, we're not going to hire the best pilots to land us and fly us safely to our destination. No, 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 no. It's all about diversity. Now. <laughs> it's not about, not about the pilots, about diversity. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. If, if I'm a CEO of a major corporation and I'm doing an interview, I want the most qualified person to do the job. Exactly. Well, it's no different than the whole ESG debacle, right? The, this eco-friendly bullshit that Black, BlackRock had, stamped on every company uh tesla who had one of the lowest scores and philip morris selling cigarettes and everything else that harms people had one of the highest dsg ratings and even now that's collapsing in their face because you can't push this for too long you know i mean i don't know i i'm, I'm always curious and i think we've asked we have we asked alex when he was on our show we've asked other you know guests who, who were gay as far as what, what what was it like growing up as as when did you know you were lesbian and how was that growing up and i mean how was were you guys bullied were there any thoughts of let's say suicide at any point or tra- maybe i'm trans maybe i'm i mean any confusion how 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 was that i'll let my as, wife start with that well i was born in 1977 so it's a little different for me um we didn't have that ideology at the forefront of everything like you do now so um did i get bullied yeah did i have to pretend to be straight yeah it, i mean that was that was what the call of day but was when did you, you know that you were not straight oh i i remember being six years old and having my best friend in kindergarten exchange her picture with me and i walked up to my mom and i said i'm gonna marry her and my mom said, no, you can't marry her because she's a girl. So it's like, I, I, I mean, it's always been a thing, but a child doesn't have sexuality, right? Mm-hmm. So you, I said that at six, but I didn't know what the heck I was going to be until I hit puberty. And that's when you actually know what your sexuality is going to be. Apparently it fell in line because here I am and I'm a 45-year-old lesbian. But for some kids, it's just... I like this person a lot and you know i'm close to them so i think that i want this but they don't actually understand the ramifications of what those things mean and that's why you need to just let them grow up and figure it out for themselves i mean i i say this all the time i never at any point cared about 
the sexuality of my teachers. They never disclosed that to me. That wasn't a thing back then. And now you see teachers on, you know, libs of TikTok and various um, outlets online where these teachers are like almost demanding that these children validate their pronouns and this and this and that. And I'm going, you've done nothing to change yourself, but you're sitting here and acting like you're part of the trans community. And I will tell you this, the people that I know that are actually transsexuals, which is a very small handful, because the rest of it is something completely different, they will tell you if you need to ask my pronouns, then I'm not doing this right. Because their main goal is to acclimate into society as they want to be seen and be left alone. The rest of this is something else. Yeah. And for me growing up, I'm never shy about talking about it. I've been a sexual abuse survivor for most of my life, multiple occasions. And growing by, by up. Male or female? Both. 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 Um, starting basically about the age of five. And before that even happened, my mom was always confused because my Barbies lived in the house together and they were married and Ken was in the basement working on the car. <laughs> so she always, like when I came out to her when I was 21 and I was born in 82, she said, I always knew that I was just waiting for you to tell me. Like I already knew. So, but I'm really happy that I was given the opportunity to grow up. But because of my abuse, I had developed a lot of sense of I don't want to be a woman anymore because being a woman means this hurts it means people are going to hurt me so it wasn't until like my early 20s that I was just like embracing my womanhood like okay I do like makeup I do like wearing dresses I do like being this girly girl but until then it was like I mean it was the 90s it was like visors and like Adidas track suits like that whole thing so if I always say this, if I was born in that era, in today's era, I would have been considered trans and I probably would have been convinced to be trans. But because I was allowed to grow up and do my thing, I realized, no, that is not the case. You know, therapy works wonders. I realized exactly what I was doing and why I was doing it and was able to work through my issues to realize that I'm not trans. I'm actually just a lesbian who had some abuse and made me want to like get out of my skin. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, it's a, it, it's crazy when you hear stories like that where, you know, there's child abuse involved where it's just like, you know, that person should not be, again, it might sound harsh, but they need to be castrated, like legit castrated. If you're going to touch a child, the most innocent thing in the world, and you said five. Yeah. That's insane. We both have five-year-olds. That's insane, man. And it was trusted individuals. I mean, it, one of them was my cousin, and the other one was a neighbor that my mom's had since she was like, I think, twelve when we moved. See, that and person has a mental story. disorder as well. They are they're yeah. they're mentally not there. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. It's just uh, a child is one of the most innocent things in the world, and you know, for you to even think about anything like that, I'm sorry, castrated right away. But that's the number one reason why I really wanted to join the organization because I wanted, I know what grooming looks like. I know the rhetoric that people use. The verbiage right now may be different because it's talking about transitioning and equality and acceptance, but I know exactly what it looks like. It may be different verbiage, but it's the exact same process of how adults are grooming children into some type of ideology yeah. of acceptance. Mm -hmm. So that's my number one reason is I don't want kids to go through exactly what I went through. The one person that knows their child the best is a parent. 
and a parent will know if their child is straight or gay right away. And you see it with, especially with the boys, you see it with the boys more than you see it with the girls, whether it's the way they walk, the talk, what they want to play with, all of it. And there, there have been children where, you know, other people's kids where you look at them and you, you're not going to say it obviously to the parents, but you're like, there's a big possibility that kid's going to be gay. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with it. It's just, that's what it is. That's how that kid yeah. is, is born. You know, that's how, that's how his chemical balance is. You can't do anything, but, uh, you know, for people to take advantage of situations like that and to abuse children. Oh my God, man. Arno, thank you for the, uh, super chat. He says, shout out to gays against groomers organization. Your organization is one of the main reasons why they aren't able to silence us fully. They can't flip the narrative to we are against all gay people because of organizations like yours. Thank you. Thank you for that. There you go. Shout out to them. Honestly, it's, it's because, and we've talked about this too before. It's like, when when you guys meet somebody for the first time, let's say you met us outside, we introduced ourselves. Hi, I'm Armand, I'm Arno. We don't say hi, I'm Armand. I'm a straight man. <laughs> my uh, my <laughs> pronouns are he right. him. Right. Yeah. If I were vegan, I'd probably say I'm a vegan. Or a if vegan. I was doing CrossFit. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's that's what it's like. Why do you need to? Do you identify yourself as? You know, I'm a I'm a gay woman. I'm a lesbian woman, or nobody cares. No, nobody cares. We that's, literally that's, don't care. Like we, we we say all the time that like my sexuality is the least interesting thing about me. Nobody cares who I'm sleeping with, and I don't think that that's even a big deal anymore. Like gay is today what it, it doesn't mean. It, nobody cares, right? Exactly. So that's why I say like we when once we got marriage equality, we were ready to like pack it up and call it a day. We were chilling. Yeah. And then all of a sudden this monster TQ plus IA, whatever two spirit thing came in, but sucked us in. And we were just like, Whoa, what the hell? Like we didn't sign up for this. This was not us. Yeah. And for me, like when I'm talking to people like my new coworkers, for instance, and we're just having a conversation and it may come up. Oh yeah. Me, my wife did that too. But I don't walk up and be like, hi, I'm Meg. I'm a lesbian. I prefer she, her. And if you home anything else, I'm going to be offended. Like, no, that's not a thing. I don't care. But that's what society is becoming. No, it's going to get old. It's going to get boring. I agree. See, But that's what they want. I get it. See, Jen and I, were when we were outside, we were chit-chatting. She she brought up the 90s and MTV and the fad that was going on back then, which was what? It was the teen mom. It was teen pregnancy and it was eating disorders. And that was the social social contagion at that time when it came to girls. Now, when you look at this gender ideology thing, yes, it's still affecting boys, but not on the scale that it's affecting girls. I mean, I know most studies will tell you there's there was a four thousand percent increase 4, in females. No, well, now yeah, I grew of females identifying now as something other than female. But, well, okay, they pulled that out of their ass. Where did they come up with forty five hundred percent? So basically, it's been a study that's been going on for over ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, the number one study comes out of Switzerland because they've done a thirty year process with these people. But for within, for trans for the trans for, community. Children who identify as trans and growing up and seeing it. So for those who actually stuck with the study mm-hmm. and actually, you know, they're still alive and they continued, they've built this whole 
statistic report that they did. But within the United States, it's been the last 15 years, I believe, and it's grown from the time that they started until now, 4,500%, and most of that is within the last four years. Okay, because it's kind of like if we're sitting here, right, the four of us, I'm like, I don't know, have you ever thought about if you're maybe not straight and if he pauses, put put one, that's one, and then... Put a tally. And then, yeah, that's that's one. So that's an increase of 10%. And then I asked the three of us, we also answered the same question. And if two or three of us hesitate, okay, we'll see that the percentages are going up. I, I don't believe those percentages. It's it's no different than them publishing the, you know, we've got a 18 million percent increase in COVID cases. Where the hell did you get that from? Well, the one thing that I do is I always cross-reference any type of statistics that I do, and I always keep records of it. So I have links to everything that I talk about. So I, you agree with that? Percentage. I cross-reference between we multiple different um, organizations. I cross-reference, and I use independent organizations. I use independent people. I don't go so to people who how are How did that swayed. increase 4,500%? What changed in four years? That 4,500% more? That means if... It was 100 people before, let's say, right? 4,500% means 45 times more, Yep. right? Mm -hmm. So instead of 100 people, now we have 4,500 people. Yep. How is that possible? It's very possible. Social media is one of the biggest problems, okay? Mm -hmm. The teachers unions all over the United States are pushing this because it's profitable. You have it coming from the Fed. When you have Joe Biden right. saying he's going to make it accessible for children to basically castrate themselves because he thinks that this is a noble cause. I mean, he's platforming people like um, Dylan Mulvaney at right. the White House talking about transgender things when Dylan Mulvaney has only been trans for like half a second. So there's that. But again, a lot of it, I, I would say most of it is social media driven. And, and I only say that because all of the detransitioners that I have spoken to will yeah. say that they were indoctrinated online by adult yeah. transition people. So that confirms my point that that's our inflated numbers because it's being pushed on people. If, if the moment you're like, well, I'm seven years old and yeah, have I thought about if I'm a girl or have I thought that I'm Batman? Yeah. Oh, well, you're trans. So that, that, that increases the percentage, right? So that's why yeah. I don't believe that percentage because it's being pushed mm -hmm on society so of course the number is going to go up but that's not realistic because yeah no and that's exactly what we're saying and that's why we get so alarmed about it it's because it is a social contagion whether people want to agree with it or not it is mm -hmm. so what the numbers are stating is the amount that actually stay they identify and go through starting transition that is the number it's not whether they've gone to the therapist and have actually been diagnosed with gender dysphoria no. it is the amount that are actually going to doctors mm -hmm. and starting a transition it's based process. on medicalization it is so it's all based on the medicalization of a certain demographic see i i'm on i'm on the side of things where even and i've talked about this many times this is no different than uh 20, 30 years ago, over the last 20, 30 years, when every child was diagnosed and labeled as ADD, ADHD, ABC, DEF, you know, LMNOP, all these labels, diagnoses. And now this is the new diagnosis because I don't believe so many kids all of a sudden have ADHD. All, everybody's what, born abnormal now. If that's the case, then it's because the government has intentionally poisoned our food. 
and they've poisoned the vaccines and every medication, then fine, why don't they admit that and I'll agree to those numbers. But if you're not going to admit that, then I'm not going to agree to those numbers. There are artificial numbers. There are artificial diagnoses. Again, to push medication from the day you're born, you have ADHD, let's put you on Xanax and Anivan and whatever. Oh, you have epilepsy now. Well, we can, you know, we need some uh, steroids and come on. Like that's... Yeah. Don't forget from untrusted organizations and pharmaceutical companies. Exactly. Yes. That's what it is. And this is the same thing. Now they're pushing this. They'll push this for 20, 30 years. And 20, 30 years later, they'll come up with something new. And and then ultimately, we're always going to be the ones blamed for it because we're not willing to accept it and allow them to shove it down our throats. And we're not willing to push our kids into that, you know, into the lion's den. Which is funny. Like you go back and, I'm, and I was kind of processing what you said, Jen, as far as the whole anorexia and bulimia and all this yeah. stuff. She's absolutely, when was the last time you saw anything like that on TV nowadays? It's they not don't talk the fat they don't, anymore. They don't talk about it anymore. It's not sexy yeah. to be skinny anymore. Is that what it is? Like what the at fuck one happened? point, you know how many facilities they opened up for? I remember. And I remember. Disorders I remember. I remember. A lot of there was all this therapy going on. If you know anybody that's going through anorexia, bulimia, are you? Do you have a sibling that's going through it? Seek help. Call one eight hundred. Blah 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 yeah. blah 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 blah. And it was on all those. It was on MTV, VH1, all this, all those teen kind of uh, programs. And again, the same thing with the teen mom stuff. Like, okay, so now I guess this is, when will this end? Nobody really knows. But going back to the school stuff, so there's an individual, which uh, we'll play this really quickly, and then Ed and I will swap out. So Ed could, Ed could join you guys as well, because he's got, uh, I'm sure he's got questions as well. So there's an individual by the name of Gray James, who is actually a female transitioned to a male in essence it's a it's it's a woman dressed as a man who took a bunch of testosterone to grow a beard so and if i got with him would i be gay or heterosexual shit um you'd be gay <laughs> would no. he no no, no. gray doesn't have a if, gray if, if gray is a biological female it was. Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. We have to like think about this because you're kissing. You're, you're, not, you're, not that I would, guys. Um, this is hypothetically for entertainment purposes, obviously. So, because if you're if you're technically kissing a bearded man, gay, but, but if you're having sex with him, the genitalia, the genitalia, he doesn't have a penis. We'll say gay adjacent. <laughs> it's like it's like adjacent, and you can't be bi because there's no such thing as a bi man. This reminded me oh, of our post on <laughs> Wise Nuts the other day. Yeah, what was it said? Um, just when I had hope for society, I was on the train and this older lady uh, gave her seat away to a bearded pregnant woman. <laughs> oh, bearded that's pregnant. That is so 2023. <laughs> We're going to play a very quick clip uh, so you guys can listen to it. It's about, bear with us, it's about five minutes long uh, or five minutes short, depending on how you look at it. And uh, James, who's part of Glendale Out, speaks to an individual on a, I don't know whether it's a podcast or it's a little, I don't know, like a YouTube kind of Zoom call. But uh, it's a very interesting conversation he has with this individual. And he mentions GUSD. Glendale Unified School District, and how they've infiltrated basically. I mean, he. I mean, in essence, he pay, he he literally drops the ball as far as what their 
real true agenda is. The Trojan and, horse. <laughs> and you guys can listen to it for yourself and you be the judge of what comes out of this individual's mouth who is part of the organization um, of, you know, Glendale Out. So really quickly, I'm going to play that. And then we'll go through his little art gallery as well. Hi, everyone. My name is Enoch Milliger, Empress West Hollywood. We are joined here today with Glendale Out with Josh Cohen and Gray James. Going to be talking about this, all the amazing things they are working to provide for queer amazing things to go with Glendale. So let's get to know more about what's happening here in the Glendale community from our gentlemen. So hi, guys. How are you today? How are you? Thank you so much. We're doing good. It is a beautiful day today. We're so happy you both could join us and uh, kind of explain to the community what you guys are looking to do and really kind of help provide this new source resource for your neighborhood. So let's get right into it. What specifically is Glendale Out? Well, you use the word neighborhood. That's a really good choice of words because um, typically, you know, especially in the LA area, if you want to be gay, you go to West Hollywood or you go to Silver Lake. And as I have put it several times before, you export your queer. Like that's sort of the, yeah. the model that we've all been operating on for years and years and years. And I think that every the, the future is that all of these little neighborhoods that have been exporting are now going to stay home. Glendale Out is a grassroots community effort to do that and to bring queer into Glendale. Which is really great because obviously, I mean, they're starting to see more and more of these come up and, and more of these come to light. I mean, places like uh, like Silver Lake and West Hollywood, Santa Monica, downtown LA even have started budding more and more with kind of these central locations. But you're starting to see places like North Hollywood and places yeah. out in San Bernardino and some up places up in the valley really starting to expand and create their own little niches for their queer community. And, and give us just a little bit, Gray, about the history of Glendale Out. Like, how long has it been around? Uh, what's kind of been the overall mission of, the, of putting this together and kind of what you guys have, have kind of given us a, just a little bit more of those details of kind of how it all started? We sort of, you know, I've lived in Glendale over 20 years. And I'm from New York City, so to go from New York City to the environment of Glendale has that's been a shift. Yeah, that's a shift. That's entirely putting it nicely. Is, is it's a shift. Right. Um, I would soon discover that Glendale is an oddly conservative enclave within the Los Angeles region. Interesting. So yeah, so not all of LA is you know embracing of their queer community, and Glendale was a little bit challenging. Um, and there was no formed queer community. There's a lot of people who have who live here. Uh, it's a, there's an established community that is here, but they keep to themselves. It's mostly the older ones that I'm aware of, and um, it it just wasn't happening. And then we sort of tried to dabble in it a little bit, like dabble in queer, you know, and get it going. And there were some missteps and misfirings, and it didn't okay. quite go very smoothly. Um, we started doing like art shows and things like that. And through the art shows, we met um, Alicia from Glendale Unified School District. And okay. that's when we started working with the school district. That changed everything. Because oh, wow. Glen if, you, if you want anything to succeed in Glendale, go through the school district. That's, yeah. the, that's, that's responding to the town you live in. Uh, and then things got better from there. It started moving more fo forward from there and got better. Well, and I, I think you kind of hit on some of the, the aspects of it, but for the, the queer community in Glendale, with it being more of this type of uh, conservative neighborhood, what are some of the challenges that are faced with the queer community out there? 
Um, partly that the older established neighborhood doesn't want to get involved in okay. in in a broader sense. Um, there are some geopolitical issues where there are other you know communities that live within Glendale that are themselves very conservative and church based or religious or for whatever reasons. Okay. So there's that, and then um, it's that it just has never been here before. So we get a lot of responses, which circles around when anything is posted about anything that's posted in the news, like if there's a pride event being planned or if there's something happening, the, and you go into the comments, the comments are, well, why don't they just go to LA? Why do they have to do that here? Got it. Which is so funny. They say, well, why don't I just go to LA? Because I mean, we're all part of LA County. I know. So we're kind of already here <laughs> together. Yeah. Um, but I can see the frustration of really just, um, not having the support and not having just the kind of the backing you want from the, the basically the neighborhood and and really right. people getting on board with uh, a, a group of people that just want to express themselves and express their lack of a better term express their pride and what they're happy about for their community. You're absolutely right, and Glendale is just very gay 101. Like maybe in five years we'll be we'll be sophomores if we're lucky, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> but to your point, and you bring a great point up, and I'm grateful for it, is that we are starting to find out the people who do support us, and awesome. we're starting to make those relationships, and that's starting to coalesce a little bit. And we're very fortunate that those people are standing up. Well, it's really great that it's, I mean you're having those individuals come together. The fact that you have gotten into places like the school district, I mean. You hear this so many times with individuals go to where the kids are because they are the future <laughs> they are the ones that will that and show them what and who we are and it's not just some bunch of crazy gays and weird butch lesbians there's there's such a variety and a diversity and a uniqueness to every aspect of queer and go to where the kids are and gray mentions it as well he goes if you want to get anything done you go to the school board I mean, you heard it from him directly. A man who's transgender or a woman who's transgender or a transgender individual mentioning the school board, mentioning the kids, and going after the youth. These two ladies who are sitting next to us have the organization that says it all. Gays against groomers. What this is, what that five minutes was, and thank you everybody for listening to it with us, it is grooming. You are going after children, innocent kids. Why? Why? And he mentioned Alicia Harris, who's a teacher at CV, right? Correct. And she's the teacher who had the uh, cutout boards of, uh, was it Bush and Al Gore? Yes. Dressed in, in drag. drag. Dressed in right? drag. And... Gray actually is, she goes around painting the uh, electrical boxes all over Glendale. And he has some, or she has some artwork as well that she displays. And I mean, you can display that artwork while me, Ed and I could switch over as well. And Ed could, Ed could chime in on these. So have you guys seen the artwork? No. Oh, no. get ready for this one. I'm already cringing. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm frankly a little embarrassed to show the artwork, I but... That's uh, and this, uh, the artwork's for sale, by the way. Ew. So, this is the artwork of Gray James. Um, oh, let me scoot this over so you guys can see it too. Add to cart $75, the 19 by 13. 
no. Wow, 2500 Wow. That's $200. That's ex- Imagine having that displayed in your house when your family comes over for Thanksgiving. Like, what? I mean, what's what our... I understand I mean, art can be different for everyone, but is this really considered art? Art can be objective, but if that, no, this is no, meant to be offensive. Is, it's it's meant to push different. a political agenda. Look, it at really it. is. That one with the crown was not that bad, you know. When's your birthday? I'll get you one. You could pinch the zoo if you want to. Damn. I mean, it's 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 a man fantasizing. It's a woman fantasizing about having a penis. So there, okay. So there's something called an autogynophile, which um, Dr. Ray Blanchard had stated was an older man, generally, who got off on the idea of seeing himself as a female. So he would transition, quote unquote, into a female in order to satisfy that urge. Well, there is also something called an autoandrophile, which is a woman. That does the opposite. Hmm. Yeah. This reminds me of when we showed, uh, when Constantine was on the show, we showed him the uh, some of the pictures from the book. What was the title of the book? Gender Queer. Gender Queer. He he claimed he had seen the book and read the book. No, he didn't. But then when we showed him the pictures, he looked at it like it was, he had never seen anything like it before. Constantine's yeah. a sham. And we, we asked him, we said, would you, is this appropriate for your 11-year-old son? He's like, no. Well, then why is that appropriate for every other person's 11-year-old son and daughter? Well, if it's... The it's, whole book is about <laughs> pedophilia. It's about a yeah. child maintaining a relationship with an adult who indoctrinated them into pedophilia. And, and the thing was, it's like, I, I, I was listening to you when you said that you were in comments and saw that people were right away calling you, you know, a bigot and X, Y, Z because of your opinions. And it's like, that's a deflection that all of them do when you state a fact, because this ideology is indefensible. They cannot defend it. Therefore, they will go into attack mode. Right. It's kind of like fight or flight. Yeah. And theirs is, you're a white supremacist. You're a Nazi. You're a Trump supporter, which I don't even know how that means anything, whatever. But yeah, the, those are the deflections that they go to. I mean, we get them. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a good thing. Um, technically, we're minority, all three of us. Oh, right? they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. So, yeah, I'm American. I'm Armenian-American. But to call me white, I wasn't born here. My parents aren't white. We're Caucasian, right? Yeah, Technically, well, that means white. But, yeah, but as ironic as that, no, I mean <laughs> to them it does. Yeah. yeah, but to 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 refer to us as white supremacy, that's like okay. That well, doesn't even make sense. That's that's part of the issue. Well, and what we constantly get is that we're homophobic, but yet all of us are majority and like marriages with the same sex yes we're transphobic which some of my best friends are trans um we're alt-right which me and my wife are independent and it's, it's, it's insane the things that we get called nazis we get called nazi all the time like we sat there in december in arizona with um our new york chapter leader rachel may and our founder jamie michelle lighting the menorah 
Yeah, and they call her a Nazi too. And they so call just, all of them Nazis and everything. It's ridiculous the things that people think that we are just because we want to protect no, children. No, it's it's predicated on lies, and and they perpetuate those lies because they know that the the shit that they throw on us and also you guys as being yeah. minorities isn't going to stick the way it would to straight white males or straight white females, you know, so that it's not sticking. Because and that's they've why, lost value in those yes, words. They, they don't mean anything those anymore. Words are racist doesn't yeah. mean anything. Yeah. Sexist no, doesn't, nothing no, means nothing anything. Nothing means anything. Anymore. And it's really sad yeah. because those words should have power yeah. because they're, they're so indoctrinated and brainwashed that when those things actually happen in their lives, they will not be able to recognize yeah. those things. Yeah. And it's sad because those things should be called out. Mm -hmm. But when you call everybody that as it a defense or a default, the value is no value. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I so mean, everybody's he racist, then, I guess. He mentioned, she meant, I don't know. What, it mentioned about, well, they say we'll go to LA. Okay. Mm -hmm. For instance, West Hollywood, for example, as long as I can remember, was known for being kind of the mecca of the, the, mecca of the gay, gay community, community, right? Yeah. Um, and Hollywood, some parts of Hollywood, for instance, Glendale is known for being the mecca of Armenian community. Okay. But to, to say that, well, now we want to openly bring this and show our pride to Glendale, what does that mean? That you want to put pride flags everywhere or you want to walk around with your ass hanging out and for us to accept it or what, what is it i mean well, the one thing that i can always say and i promote this all the time anybody i talk to i say the armenian community has been the most accepting and loving people that i have ever met in my yeah. life like literally right, every time i come in contact and every time we go to glendale and every time we talk to them and talk to all of you it has been nothing but love and acceptance and that is what i really want everybody to know is that you are creating a narrative for a certain community that you should not be creating because these people are amazing. They know how to get people rallied. They are fighting for things that are right and they respect and love everybody as long as you're on the same side with them. And even if you're not, they still respect you. Yeah. Just, just it's just like, don't cross over to inappropriate, exactly. you know, nonsense. That's, yeah. that's it. Close your door. I always say this, close your door, sleep with whoever you want. Leave me out of it. Because, even even as gay it's people real. don't want if you're thinking about what i do in my bedroom then i'm obviously not the problem you are yeah exactly right but yeah. that goes for everybody and it's just interesting because like, i i will say one of my most um popular speeches that i gave was actually at the glendale school board where i was speaking about the hit pieces being written about the glendale parents right and how it was it it's trash like they're trash they're pushing a narrative and it's i've received nothing but love and and respect i mean honestly the first time we showed up to the event that we were invited to at the school board we were treated like celebrities it I was crazy that. to I me yeah, we were, you know and, and it was amazing standing ovations i mean we had oh armenian grandmas coming up to us and giving us <laughs> hugs and i was like oh it might be to the cookout <laughs> <laughs> i was like when are we gonna come to the barbecue man what are you <laughs> so so when i when i hear that like especially because i've grown so close with with some of these people and, and they've actually become my friends yeah and i hear that they're hateful and they're white supremacists i'm like no, no. this isn't gonna stand and this we're gonna stuff. prove you wrong <laughs> This is Look, such we, bullshit. We stand for the nuclear family. Sure. We stand for majority of Armenians stand for conservative values. Yeah. It's very simple. It's good it's, to it's, use majority because 
I see a lot of Armenians on the other side too. I do as well, and so I'm and I'm Hispanic. It's better to call that so I out. I see it too you know? in my own yeah. community. I yeah. see the Latino community, and there's a divide right? as well, because there's I would say a good seventy five percent of us very family oriented, very for the nuclear family, but then we also have those people that are just they're so indoctrinated that yeah. and, and you know what it is was a lot of them went through university system uh yeah and that's where it happened because it's younger you'll see the demographic if you look at the people that are promoting this you're going to see they're all going to be ages like mm, 16 through 18 up until about 27 yeah when taxes are higher that's ding, it ding, ding, ding. that's it <laughs> that's yeah. when they wake the yeah fuck no up. absolutely I yeah agree. as soon as they make money they're like <laughs> wait a minute where's half of it is not here no, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, with, with the people that were opposing, they're paid. That's the big difference. I was off yeah. the screen. I was listening to you guys. So it's difficult for us. Like I get to those rallies at 6 p.m. I leave mm -hmm. Chatsworth at 5, traffic to Glendale at 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. So these people are there at 1 o'clock. Well, they're, they're at 1 o'clock because they're making money at 1 o'clock. I'm yeah. not making money to they be They're clocked in at 1 They're clocked in yeah. at 1 o'clock. And uh, some of those comments that you get when you do say something right, and she's saying they're defending themselves, that's mm -hmm. true. But if you look at those people, half of them, they're not real profiles. It's just a fake account. What I would also say, go go into, because um, this is a big thing that they do, and I've, I've caught it a couple of times, go onto Craigslist because there's a lot of um, crisis actors. Yeah that are used for these events even here in los course, angeles yes. that i've actually caught at events that we've been at so there's a yeah they're paid yeah crisis actors so yeah. now they're getting money from the taxpayer mm -hmm. to fight the taxpayer when they become the taxpayer they wake the fuck up well you gotta actually Simple have a job yeah. to be a taxpayer baby so so that's, that's when they hit that 27 mark <laughs> responsibility you gotta you gotta get out of mom's basement in order that's to do true. that so well let's see what happens whenever they don't get their college education paid for oh yeah mom didn't, mom didn't use their pronouns so. the weird thing is they'll call me uneducated and they'll say okay you're uneducated where's your diploma like, okay let's have a conversation how come i know more facts than you do well, how much does your social justice degree get you? Because um, you're still living in mom's house. Like, yeah. it's nothing. Trust it ain't paying me. much. Yeah. You know? I have a Those PhD in liberal studies. Those um, student loans add up. Exactly. They yeah. do, and apparently we're supposed to pay for them. Yes. So. Yeah. So what, what direction do you think, as far as when it comes to the, the school agenda, the curriculum? I mean, we know where it's headed, but and we're fighting with the districts and the mm -hmm. state. But how optimistic are you guys as far as what the outcome is going to be? Whether Because sometimes we lose some of the battles, we win some of the battles, but ultimately if we win the war, that's what matters, right? Yeah. So what direction do you think all of this is moving towards? I'm really hoping that it moves towards we stop medicalizing kids, we stop trying to push kids into this ideology we let them grow up and figure things out themselves just like we did and we turned out just fine i really want actual therapy to be a thing again i don't want this like i'm talking to you for 30 minutes you read a pamphlet and you walk out on hormones thing anymore for kids that are yeah. underage i want to give them the leeway to figure things out on their own before they go into some type of medical medicalization and this is what a lot of us are pushing for. A lot of us in the organization have gone and spoken at state 
meetings, you know, state capital meetings about these different bills. We've helped speak out and push these bills to be accepted. And we've actually been very successful with that. We are now working with a few different parent groups here in California to go up to Sacramento and start pushing for things that are right to overturn bills that are being proposed to create laws that are going to protect the kids. Because at the end of the day, that is our next generation. If we sterilize an entire generation from being put on hormones and period blockers, who is there left? There's not going to yeah. be anybody because right now it seems Isn't like that the plan though. I, I believe yeah. yes, it is in, in not our organization's words, but mm -hmm. our own personal opinion. Yes. That's okay. exactly what it is. That's fine because that's the way I look at it. And if we do look at it that way, wouldn't the gay community fall into that? Yes. And there some, we, some call parts it, of it. we call it the conversion therapy 2.0 because they're literally transing the gay away. Yeah. If all of these kids were left alone, they would most likely grow up to be lesbian or gay. That's what the, the do, stats say. Yeah. Do you feel as as a lesbian woman that you guys have equal rights as heterosexuals do? Yes, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. There's nothing that I feel like I have to fight for anymore. We have every it's single been a right. decade. You didn't have to fight for. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't get that. Like it's when I see that. when I see you guys out fighting now, I feel like okay, the gay community has to come out of retirement <laughs> and fight a new yes. fight. I, that's how I feel because exactly. I was like, damn, they were chilling. It's like they were enjoying that shit for about a decade, you know. <laughs> Finally, we're slipping on some, like, uh, you know, pina coladas, and now we're back. Yeah, to but exactly. yeah. especially here in California, which I was just like, we're 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 chilling, we're good, right? And then all of a sudden, this came out of nowhere, mm -hmm. and I saw it happening in 2015, slowly but surely, because things that happen in the UK start to kind of trickle down in yeah. here, and I saw this attack on women happening from these trans-identified individuals, and I went, uh, I have a feeling this is going to come here started talking to my friends about it and they excoriated me and i lost a lot of friends because of it all of them oh when i said i was leaving them. the left just to be an independent not even to go to the right but yes i am center right they were like did you ever Ooh. wear a maga hat maybe that that's what no, threw them off. no you didn't okay. no we're classic liberal you know the ones that are actually still sane <laughs> yeah. where we're literally in no, the fuck, I, they, no. they hijacked that shit too it's yeah I don't even, I, i'm sorry i cussed i apologize no you, 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 you no, i said yeah. no i said fuck that i'm not even a classic liberal anymore because even the classic liberals are yeah. going like crazy as shit and i i yeah. can't like I'm, I'm not even part of that yeah so for me it was just like wait a minute so now you're saying on both sides, because I'm going to tell you, as, as being members of Gays Against Groomers, and I know that everybody within Gays Against Groomers will have will feel this, is that we're getting it from both sides. Yeah. So, so on one side, you have the liberals that are telling these kids, if you don't fit these exact sexual stereotypes of what a boy or a girl should be, then you're the opposite sex. But on the other side, you have a lot of very religious people on the right that are telling them, I'm going to force these stereotypes on you or else. Yeah. So in the end, at the end, the child loses either way. Yeah. And that's why I'm, we're, we're here to kind of tell you like, sorry, some of your kids are going to be effeminate boys and masculine girls, just like I was, but they're going to be okay. Don't medicalize them. Don't put them <laughs> on these drugs because that's, what's going to make them not okay at the end of the day. And if you are more of the religious type, do not force those sexual stereotypes because I mean, a little gay boy might be our next Louis Vuitton like you designer. Like you yeah. never know. And we may have just a little masculine girl who might be the next world star of softball. You never know what's yeah. going to happen. Like, but we're taking all that away because now even 
I mean, th- this is what pisses Swimming me. Swimming is wrong. Yeah, it's like yeah. women fought for equality. Sure. And, and now all of a sudden, as a guy, as a man, you can identify as a woman, go compete in women's sports, beat all their records, take over everything. And not only that, beauty pageants and you name it, right? They're winning everything now. The Why? beauty pageant part gets how, how, me. How is that like, possible? That's like slap in the face. Well, we're, yes. we're, we're basically being told that there's no better woman than a man being a woman. So right? it's like, right? what, like uh, what's going all on? These equal, all these years of we're equal, we're this. I don't think we're equal. I mean, when I say equal, meaning, yes, we're human beings. We're equal there. But as far as what we can do from physically, emotionally, in all different aspects, we're different. And yeah, that—that's—that's yeah. that's how it's that, supposed to be. The beauty is in that exactly. difference. The yeah. beauty of yes. our exactly. society is in that difference. And, yes. And finally, they bring it to the point where people are like, "Okay, fuck it. Yes, fine. We're equal. Yes. Okay. Let me see you go build a go fall off a skyscraper. Let me see you go build freeways. Let me go see you rescue somebody. Not that there are some women who can do that, obviously, but that's typically not what women. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, focus on. So well, women have another very important role. They produce the kids. What's the no, they role? don't. Not anymore. You're not. A, you can't even say that. You, you're not a mother anymore. <laughs> yeah. What's the net term birthing for birthing person? Birthing person? Like what the, the fuck? Okay, please mean? don't ever say that in my. I mean, again. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I know. I even hate it. It's like see, it's an insult to the. Well, how many women do we have? Four point some billion women out. Almost women four. Than right. Women, yes, four four and a half billion women out there. So now they're just birthing persons. That's it. So it's really interesting because the trans activists will say that gay women and gay men are genital fetishists because we will not date them because they have the opposite genitals of what we want as same sex attracted people. Yes. However, aren't you too? If you're (laughs) saying like (laughs) we have to have logic, it's so it's so crazy. It's illogical to me. They're Gay people, if if you are a gay person, you are a gay man, you're attracted to gay men because there is a certain dynamic, there's a certain hormone, there's a certain smell, pheromone, just like you guys, there's you something else. Yeah. So even with hetero people, like there's a smell yes. of a woman, there's That's there's a right. different pheromone that really attracts you yeah. to somebody. Oh, yeah. Same with lesbians. I don't care if you're taking hormones. That's not the same thing. And I'm sorry. Oh, I, honey. Yeah. No, like sweetheart. No, it's not the same. Thing. Like, well, just stop. When you guys go home at night, let's say, let's say you go home at night. You know, I you, usually go home. At okay. night. No, no. Let's say you're, <laughs> you try my best. Okay, you're 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 out with your family. You get home, and God forbid, you notice your door's broken into. Who's, I'm gonna send who, my kids first, and then my wife, and then I'm gonna run. <laughs> You're going you're gonna to go sit in the car just in case as a getaway car, right? Just in case if they decide to run out, no, I'll get it. No, seriously. Who, what's the... So the order is... What's the order? That's the situation where the man runs in. Why? First thing he does is secure his wife and kids and run in. Why? It's just nature. That's all That's it is. That's sexist, bro. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not sexist at all. That's, to me, no. it's nature. It's nature. It's to nature. Me. It's innate. It's something that, you know, it, it, it goes it back from like the beginning of people. There were the the hunters and then there were the gatherers. There was the people who protected. And yes, different we have, cultures and we everything have had like crossovers. Away from yes, real it's, an, yeah. it's an anthropological fact in all of humankind that 
men are always the protectors of women and men and women that are adults are the protectors of the most vulnerable in their tribes with just children. And that's why we're doing what we're doing. Children. children. Yeah. But there are variations in a lot of different communities and there's a lot of variations that could happen with that. Like in a lesbian relationship, you would never believe it. There is always still the protector and the provider, the tech protector and the gatherer you would never believe it but i'm the more masculine one in our relationship and my wife is the more feminine she's the emotional one and i'm the one that's out changing the oil See, in I, I would have thought the other way i would have no, i would have guessed the opposite <laughs> looks can be deceiving yeah yeah, that's, you know, that's yeah. i gotta agree i would have yeah. gone with the yeah the like my my mother-in-law the other day she's like i need a new ceiling fan Megan can you in. install it? I'm like, okay, yeah, go turn on the light. Okay, let me go to me. I, I wouldn't have been on this podcast because I'd be dead Damn. from electrocution. She yeah. would have left, wow. left the light oh on. Oh my god! Yeah. Speaking of which, anybody know how to weld? I can't get her nut off. Change her oil. <laughs> you know. But you know. So don't weld. See, that, just that, that's it. the thing. Imagine, imagine. Let, let's take Dylan Mulvaney. Okay. Uh, if somebody breaks into a house and let's say me, Edgar, Arno are there and Dylan Mulvaney happens to be sitting or let's say, let's say, let's say she's, let's say he's, he, she's, uh, she's on our podcast. Somebody breaks in here. What do you think? What do you think she's going to do? I'll push her that way. All of a sudden, hey, you Scream toxic masculine, you you go and handle that, right? Looks like well, you're an athletic one. You saw the one video in the where school. she like ran away from a bug, right? I mean, come on, it's oh, like a bug. she would have expected my ass to help her, and I would have been like, "Girl, I don't know what to do." Sorry. <laughs> like, I, I, I also know. believe in survival of the fittest. Yeah, too, it's so. like yeah, toxic. We're toxic masculinity until shit hits the fan. Where's my toxic man at? Come yeah, on, we seriously. need some of your dumbasses here. Sorry, I don't. I don't. I mean. I understand that there is certain things that can be considered toxic masculinity, but I will also say, and I'm a lesbian saying this, we need masculinity in this we world. Do. We do. The problem is with most of the men in this world today, they're beta males. They're yes. pussies. I'm sorry to say it. Oh, I love that. They're not say willing it. to stick up for Speak anything. Sister. They're not willing to stick up for anything. I'm Listen, the last time I got into a physical fight, I shouldn't even be saying this. I beat up a man. That hit tried to hit me. A man so, or yes. a beta male? No, no. It, well, it was a beta male, yeah, but yeah, yes. Exactly. So well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's don't use the term "man" so loosely. You know. Yeah. You're. You know what? You're right. <laughs> it was an outwards of presenting male who looked like a male because he was wearing male's clothing. So we are, don't want to mispronounce because, ends, you yes. know, we leave, pers- leave all the mispronouncing to these guys. We've been dealing with that for <laughs> yes, five years. Like, I mean, we're like pros at this. <laughs> how can we even know anymore? Like, we don't even know what, what, it, who we're which, calling what, which they is, change it every day. Look, which is why we got so involved with the Glendale parents. Yeah. Honestly, it was because of that video, but that we saw go viral with Maria and her daughter where, you know, her daughter has special needs daughter. and you know, she, accidentally mispronounce somebody who last year was a female and now identifies as a male but if you are not doing anything outside of your imagination honestly to present as that you know how is anybody supposed to know i'm sorry oh you wore a button at your job and so now we're supposed to read your little tiny button like no if you look like a woman i'm gonna call you ma'am or whatever that's why i hate this non-binary shit this (laughs) non-binary shit it reminds me of that video remember that 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 I mean, it's man. Yeah, he's like a six-four guy walks in, expects girl, it. Can kick my like, ass. What just get your gaming girl. Excuse me, sir. It's man. Fuck I, you and your. Man. There should be like maybe two hundred women in this world, like athletes, that might kick my ass, but not some dude six-four dressed as a yeah. woman. 
Yeah, you, you wouldn't get into a brawl with that woman, would no, you? No, I'm a big dude. I'm an athletic guy, but well, that guy was big. Guy, I would have shut the fuck up. I, I, I don't even know Ben from last week if he would get into a brawl. <laughs> okay, maybe he would. But, yeah. Well, it must be said that dude ended up being a big tweaker. And so, yeah, I wouldn't mess with him either on meth because he probably... He has like extreme strength. Besides at that point. the manly features, he's got the drugs in him too. Yeah, PCP yes. and shit, bro. That completely yeah. fucked you up. Well, I mean, what what do you what you I mentioned no Glendale and you yeah. know Maria? What do you? I Marina mentioned earlier about. Oh, um, we love you. She? We oh. love you, girl. Marina, I love, I love you. you. Give your little puppy a kiss for me because yeah, your little puppy, <laughs> protest uh, puppy. <laughs> so Marina earlier mentioned about uh, Glendale City Mayor Brotman, who calls the parents bigots and fascists, and They're, I mean, so no. if you've got a mayor who does not know how to control his own tongue, as far as to mm -hmm. be diplomatic, at least, right? You're the city mayor. You're you're the mayor of a relatively large city, two hundred fifty thousand almost. That's a big and, city, and you have the audacity to call these parents bigots and homophobes and whatever else he called us parents, like, go fuck yourself. Like, what, what are you? He's about to go for fuck me, himself. For me, it's, I really need to push the fact that everybody in the country, you vote these people in, and if you do not show up to vote every yes. two years for these people who are gonna be running your areas, you are the problem. Mm -hmm. You are the ones that control who gets into that office. Exactly. You are the ones who control everything that happens within your city. Because if you don't get out and vote, it's not even about the presidency. The Senate and the House, those are the ones that control everything. Correct. Yeah. The president just signs off on it. Yeah. You have to go out every two years. You yeah. need to learn who's going to be running your area and who is up for election for that. And as far as the mayor saying that this community is bigots and everything else, I want to say he is a big liar. Because... We have never felt more love. Everybody in our organization who has ever gone to anything that has to do with the parents in this community, we have never felt more love. Granted, there are a few occasional little course, wackos yeah, out there, but yeah. we're used to that. But yeah. for the majority, like 99.9%, .9%, you're not bigots. See, you're not homophobic. You're not transphobic. You guys are so... But accepting. we blame our own community for that yeah, because we, do, we, do. we are sleeping zombies when it comes to elections. Yes. We just think, well, We're what difference is my there. vote going to make? And, and that's, you have to get out there and really, you have to vote. That's, that's all. Don't vote for the president. That's fine. doesn't matter. But vote for your city council, your yes. mayor, your school district. Yes. That matters because that directly affects our kids, our families, sure. yes. our future. What, you know, Trump will come in for four years. Biden will come in for four years. Somebody else will come in for another four to eight years. You know what's crazy? Then they will come in reverse. The, yeah. I mean, none of that yeah. matters. It's all part of the yeah, show. it's all bullshit. There's, there's yeah. term yeah. limits on the president, right? There's and no they just sign off. But Congress, our main problem right now is Congress needs term yeah. limits, man. Yes. That's hurt. And we should have term limits in city of elections as well. I yes. wonder Some of these why the were sitting 30, 40 founding years, fathers didn't put that in there. In the uh, Constitution, could it be the population numbers? It was Most because because they did everything time, else. They yeah, thought they, of everything, everything else. Well, covered. There was everything is covered. No term limits. There was no term limits for presidency until FDR died on his third term. Well, mm. if you look at it at that point in time when they created the Constitution and they created like all of our documents, yeah, 
they didn't have any type of media to get out except for one newspaper. So they delegated people, which we now have our state delegates. And so whoever, whatever state and their delegates are voting the most for, it doesn't matter if the population votes more for red or blue, if those delegates vote more on one side, that's what the state gets. So they didn't have that. They had one selected person for each state because everybody else wasn't able to know all of the information going out. Why we still have that? I have no idea because now we have so much media. We have abilities to be able to know exactly what's Mm -hmm. going on. But right now it is those people who are controlling everything. And like what you said, the president, it, yes. Okay, great. Go out there and vote for the president because they're going to actually pass the laws that the Senate and the house and the Congress do. But you have to elect the Senate, the House, and the Congress, your mayors, everybody else is pushing this stuff through because we're going to get a whole state in California of Scott Wieners. And I don't want to be the Wiener state. No. I don't want a state full of Wieners. I want to be the Wiener state, not the Wiener state. I'm a lesbian. I don't want a state full of Wieners. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be Groomer Fornia. (laughs) What would you prefer? Well, we're not talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, right? Honestly, you know, to, to call it the golden state, I mean, we've turned it into a shithole, man. Like, and you know what? I, I hate it when people. Well, we still have the fifth largest economy in the world. We do. As the state of California. Okay, and? How much do we owe, though? Yeah, what the? How much what do does we that owe, mean? though? Because I looked into that. No was, one talks about that yes, part. We have a huge <laughs> amount of money that Deficit? we owe out. There's a deficit there. It's weird. Clinton took us out of a deficit. Clinton had, during Clinton's era, we were a surplus. We had a surplus. Okay, you guys better not talk about it right now because you know. I'm just saying. Clinton, you don't like him? I would we never suicide her. myself. <laughs> I was saying, we, we faced just that two years. We years. just had Hurricane Hillary, and I don't want Hurricane 2.0 Hillary. <laughs> that so. was spelled differently. Come on. Surplus billion surplus during Clinton. Don't ask oh, how I know this stuff, man. Exactly. Don't ask. That's California's debt, hundred forty-three billion. Yeah. Also, I want you guys crazy. to know that we are. If we were to be our own country, we would be the sixth largest country yeah. in the world. Yeah. As California, but but then you think of that deficit, and you wonder why they're pushing these children in this transition that's going going to earn the state. $1.3 million per person just on hormones alone, not even the surgeries. Because the government is going to fund it. It's sick. It's sadistic. The federal it's government. So, it's There's only one group of people that can stop this from happening in California. Mm-hmm. And that's the people who vote. Nah, besides that, the Hispanic community. They, yeah. Okay, the Armenian community fought back when they came to Glendale, try to go after our kids. But on a state level, the Hispanic community in the state has a lot to say. Yeah. I'm going to speak on this as a Latina. Go for it. That's I'm going to tell you where that. they're losing. Okay. Because I know going, their culture is on the right side. No, I know that. Yes, 100%. I'm, I'm still consider myself Catholic, even though if they will Catholic. denounce me because I'm a lesbian, whatever, I don't care. But I'm going to tell you where they're losing. They're losing because they're pushing this as a religious thing and not in an I'm ideological not. and just morality thing. Okay. What? How are they pushing this? as a religious thing how i'm not going to mention any organizations but i will just say like the event that we just went to on tuesday um there was an organization there that would not allow us to speak and that also 
basically they weren't allowed to speak because no. of what no i went up and asked multiple times if i could speak because, because you had, represented gag or? yes because we had a bunch of people coming yeah. up saying like we're being called bigots and homophobic and transphobic and all these things and i said well as you know director of outreach and part of california chapter i would like to go up and speak i kept getting brushed off Isn't multiple that times the ugliest thing in this but country then, it but is the thing that the censorship the thing that was happening was we were hearing a lot of chants, a lot of verbiage, and a lot of words that were very, very homophobic. Literally homophobic, not pretend homophobic like the left throws at people. Literally no, homophobic. like actual homophobic. Like, we can choose to be this. Do you think I would choose a harder life of, like, abuse and, like, people shouting right. things at me and wanting to beat me up because I like women? No, I wouldn't. If I had a choice, I would choose it. Okay. Yeah. But I don't. But, but let me just finish. So they went there as basically representing the Latino community. They don't represent all of us, first off, because I'm just gonna say they went very religious, very strong in that aspect, and basically denounced anybody that didn't fit their perfect mold of this religious Latino. And I kind of went, the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm here, like, whether you like it or not, I'm a dyke, but I'm also Catholic, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. you're not gonna dissuade me from what I'm doing. Yeah. cool but yeah they're within the religion doesn't it say let the let god well, judge you i mean who are these every people? christian religion does what, this, who, this is these where they're people saying this to you they are trying to protect <sighs> the words of something they're fighting against the wrong person sure. well anybody they, else who's listening right now go back look the doctrine of the new testament came out what was it like 1940 1940s it had nothing to do with until 1940 in the 1940s they actually put in homosexuality there's, country, right. there's countries that were formed after that sure year, and that's what i'm saying like it's 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 a thing but that has but, a lot to do with one another no but that's what i'm saying like most of these parents groups understand and have gay family members and whatever they've dealt with this stuff before and, and they're completely in um you know allyship with us but you do have those few people that I'm just like, okay, well, I know what your stance is now. Cool. I don't, I, I can agree with your mission. I'm not going to be offended. Like some of these pussies that are just like, Oh, they said my wrong pound. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm still going to support you and be like, yeah, that's cool that you're doing that. And let's, right. let's do this. But I don't have to ally with you if yeah. you're going to denigrate us too, yeah. because it's, you know, you got to understand that just like, all straight people aren't exactly the same way. Like nobody ever has okay. thought that. I'm going to give you uh, like just my yeah. two cents on it. The Armenian community nestled into Glendale, right? Yeah. 50, it's almost 50% Armenians. So this attack that was done with the Armenians, the Armenians retaliated, mm -hmm. right? But we still know that some of our community leaders are rotten. We understand it. So that's yeah. why you see the parents fighting. You don't see the Armenian community organization see we have anca that was supposed to do all this for us yeah. and they were supposed to represent each and every one of us for the last 40 years but they sold out yeah. same thing i'm seeing on a larger scale with the hispanic because the hispanic community in california is they have pushed what we are push. in glendale yeah well, about over 40 percent in california of is hispanic. Course. you know and, and that's what it is if the, the fact that majority of them still after all this nonsense will not fight vote that. democrat and will not fight against this baffles me because <laughs> because and i know what they've been sold on it's yeah 
And Armenians were sold on that. These the whole welfare the system. And, and yeah, yeah we'll and give you Section 8. We'll give you food stamps and ABT cards and all this jazz. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you below the radar. And, yep. you know, so you don't make more than 30000 a year. That's the American dream. No, that's not the American no, dream. No. Go chase. Bro. You know, so that's what they've fallen into. And, oh, Republicans are for the rich. Well, no, I don't think they're for the rich. They may maybe before they were. But now, I mean, everything is controlled by the Democrats. Yeah. For all the Department of Justice, the FBI, the CIA, the media. So how are they for the uh for the middle class or for the lower class. That's because you need, to, you need to stop electing Democrats in there right now. Until we get viable Democratic people who can actually get into office that are more centered between the two parties. Yeah. If you keep voting for the same thing and keep complaining about, you know, my life sucks because X, Y, Z, I can't financially afford something. Well, why are you going to vote for the same people to put into place Where that are right keeping now. you down? <laughs> yes. Like, why? I mean, I never thought I would ever vote Republican ever in my life, but you know, <laughs> but we did, but we did because, uh, I was able to afford food, gas, we and to, to like go house, to a like, event. Like, we were able to buy our house and now it's like, I can't even afford my goddamn mortgage and to feed my family. Because when you bought it, you were under a different structure. <laughs> exactly. Under a system that was actually helping you. It was working. Yeah. Because it wasn't attacking you. It wasn't even helping you. They just weren't attacking your pockets. Yeah. But now look at the system. Name, name me one Republican state, a red state, that's not affordable to live in. Florida. At this point, Florida. Florida. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Florida. No, no, you, don't, don't focus <laughs> on the, uh, the South and Beach it, and the Miami. It has nothing to do with that. It has because we've actively looked for the last three yeah. years. Florida, you Poss- can still possibly. buy a house for 600000 Here you can't. Yes, you can in Florida. Well, some parts of Florida. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm some not, parts. Yeah, I'm not talking about. I'm, again, it doesn't but, have to be Miami it, Beach, yeah. girl. If you no, if you want to be Jeff Bezos's neighbor, I'm looking no. on the border of like Georgia, Florida. Like that's a really good sign. Really it is. Sign. It is. And no, I've not looked the at safest many, during hurricanes. But well, you know, I mean, bodies in the bayou, but you know, yeah. you know, my whole family's from the south. Like I come redneck background. Okay, like I got okay. it. I got it. But you know, it's like. I'm I'm one of those nurses who's into real estate, and so I constantly look around because you know if at some point we do have to sell and have to move, I want to know where we can go and actually yeah. like do whatever. Yeah, Red so, states. The fact that we've <sighs> only been talking about Democrats and Republicans that, like Arno, Arno just mentioned, it's uh, divide and conquer. It is. Majority of us at this table are gonna say we're independent, right? Yeah. Because I've always said I'm independent. I've yeah. never voted Democrat or Republican. Yes, I'm a, vo- a waste of a vote. Yeah. I get it, but I will not get off my high horse. Ah, uh, you're not a waste of a vote, though. This is what both sides strive for: is to get our votes. So, me as an independent now, that's what I'm focused on. I want you to win my vote. I'm not gonna be tribal. See what I say, and and I know it's gonna be controversial, and I don't care at this point. I didn't leave one Democratic plantation to jump on a Republican plantation. I'm done being a slave to politics. That two-party system has been our failure. It has. It really has. Like, honestly, I don't even know how I fell into it. You want me to give you a weird concern? Okay, Armenia's corruption is high. Yes. Okay? But they have like 110 different political 
I mean, three well, people get together yeah, and create. That's, those yeah, are packs. You know what I'm saying? Those are yeah. packs. They're okay, not. But political. they're considered political parties. Okay, if we call the Wise Nuts a political party, doesn't mean we're a political. It'd be bigger party. than the Democrat party. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd still join it. I'd still be part of it. Yeah, but you definitely. know. But that's what I'm telling you. It takes like like Ross Perot. What do you do? Pull off? That's their biggest fear yeah. in this two-party system. What Ross Perot did is, after that election. American election laws changed so much. They had not changed in 60 years. Yeah. Ross Perot woke up the independent, actual, common mm -hmm. sense American. That's it. Yeah. Don't threat on my rights. Leave me the fuck alone. Let me live. That's it. Right. Which but is what now, our constitution is all about. Yes. Even the taxation. You know, taxes, when they were introduced, they were introduced on time limits they were introduced for 18 months two years it was to fund the war to fund things that we needed but you ask kids about taxes today they don't know that it didn't exist or it was supposed to be in well times. this is to go about our education system i've seen plenty of videos where parents are videotaping their kids saying their first job <laughs> do you even know what the holocaust is and they have no they idea have no they idea. said that it was a myth that people made up yeah that's that's what our education system is coming to. They're completely silencing everything about our history, and if we don't know actual true history, we are bound to repeat ourselves, and that's what we're seeing. Well, of course, right now. it is, but saying. don't forget, history is always written by the winner. History is always written mm. by the winner. Yeah. True. Okay. Once you look at that fact, you need to do much more research to get actual yeah. history. Yeah. So the history that we're fed is not really history. It gives you a brief overview, but yeah, I, it gives I, you one side of the story. I highly agree that everything needs to be in a non-bias. Like you need to look at both sides of the history. You need, yes. Even today, you need to look at both sides of the argument with a devil's advocate, as my wife likes to call it, a devil's advocate point of view where you're looking at both sides yeah. and coming with a common sense answer. Yeah. And you can do that with, I'm sorry, well, you can do that with current events, oh, yeah. but with history, yeah. Even the current events, there you can't are do gone. That. You can't. Yeah. yeah. Look, look, okay. <laughs> well, we have Columbus Day coming up, right? In a few weeks. Oh God! Oh. All the social justice. What is it are called? Indigenous crying. Day now. <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay, if it was in Columbus, Christopher Columbus, would it have been? I don't know. Joe Schmo, somebody would the have only, the sailed only here. Thing about Christopher about Columbus sailing. is that he was the first documented person to actually he document here. coming here. Okay, even though he wasn't supposed to come here, he was going somewhere else. India, he's going to India. India. Okay, so proper. When yeah. when you say he's not, it's not because he sailed here. Obviously not. Of course. Not. Whoever sailed here, the outcome was going to be the same, right? In order well, for I mean, the United I don't know. States I'm not, to be, I'm the not United trying to tell States. you if the French got here, they would have committed the amount of genocide that the english did here i'm not gonna say that i don't know that's 300 years ago i don't know really but what that, happened. that's Who how it wasn't genocide that's they how were, every country but they was were, conquered but don't forget the actual uh inhabitants of this land Listen, they were killing each yes, other as well that's, i try to say this all the time i'm part of the gabrieleno tribe i have blood that has ties to that tribe and i tell people all the time if you guys want to cry 
that they're oh this land was blah, blah, blah. we were killing each other where do you think at the term, high rates where do you think the term scalping came from we were doing that shit if before y'all even knew what it was so like what before we even knew yeah. this thing yeah. existed if you don't Spaniards know, learned it from us if you so, don't know where the Gabilano tribe was it's from San Bernardino no San it's, it's San Gabriel Valley San Gabriel. but like I my okay, so. family actually has like actual museums with adobes and you know there's history wow. behind it so and can we open saying. a casino together? Or? I mean, I, my mom's telling me like, I, I can I have enough blood to you do it. Can you find us some land? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can make we, this. It's gonna, what is it going to be like? A conservative only casino or what? Yeah, it's called Redneck Why Casino. I know. That's I was like, right. I was going to say, like, let them spend their money. <laughs> Come on, let yeah, them spend yeah, it. Yeah, let, but no shows. No, no, we'll we'll have one little vegan for them, <laughs> and then we'll we'll make a little um like cry space for where they can have like the so cry, the crying room, space. a juice bar, we'll you know, call it surf safe there for space, all that. <laughs> Was it again? Cirque de Frolet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why not? I mean, I mean, we can market that. Look, that's a great business idea out of nowhere. Man. That's that's pretty good. Let's do it. I know, Mike. We'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> see Harry's reminding us. That's a good one, Harry. Democrats spend money too. Is that what you Jordan said? Jordan said it opposite because they were trying to attack Jordan. And he said, you know, I'm not going to say shit. Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah, so. exactly. Democrats do spend money. And I don't, I don't shit on all Democrats. I don't. Because I used to be one. I get it. You know, I understand the logic behind why they do what they do. Like, I completely get that. The thing is, is that they're not opening up their horizon to actually think beyond themselves. Yeah. And that's what happened to me. Well, as I look they at don't the look horizon, at it that way, though. It's not even beyond themselves. They can't think beyond what their TV station, whatever they watch, is telling them. No, they can't I, think beyond that. Right. It's like, okay, now you need to go do this. Yes, we will go do that. You need to go elect for this individual. You need to, this is the new propaganda we're going to fall. It's like. But I have to say that happens on the Republican side too. Yep. It, it, it does. Happens on both sides. It does. But look, ultimately, here's what you have to look at. Just compare all 50 states as far as cost of living, um, opportunity, peace of mind and all this. And, and, and you'll see which direction if you're if you have conservative values which direction is going to pull you and that that's how I, I don't understand policies i'm not a political scientist or anything like that like you mentioned earlier the main reason why i supported trump and i still do is because there has to be a reason why these guys are trying to literally assassinate him yeah there has to be that's it he was god to them before 2016 exactly. and now the last seven years all of a sudden he's what we disagree on this one obviously yeah for me it's uh, him being in office he the entire world fears him yeah and that was my whole thing is that it's a good thing all of these yeah. countries that you know want to take over everything that america has you know we are the greatest yeah. country in the world they want to take over it they want to you know make it their own they fear him because of what he knows, what he does, his business practices. Mm -hmm. They fear him. 
that is the only reason why I was like, okay, this guy needs to be in place because all of these things are happening. Exactly. His ego, yeah. Do I, I do I care for him as a, like an individual person that I would meet on the street? Probably not. If but you, he did great things, and he actually fought for the LGBT community and yeah. was trying to push that it was accepted worldwide and the genocide mm-hmm. of the LGBT community would stop happening. Because I'm sorry, if you go to Iran, you get a one lane fucking skydiving ticket exactly. off of the largest building. No, without a parachute. No, they force transition you in Iran. Yeah, same thing. So, what when you say ego, right? Do you think I don't whatever the actual word net worth is? If you had three, four, five billion dollars under your name, you, you were one of the most famous celebrities. You had a top rated TV show. Everything you touch pretty much turned into gold. Don't don't listen to all the bullshit. Well, and six bankruptcies. I can I go on Wikipedia, see how many times the top Fortune 500 companies have filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Yep. That doesn't mean shit. That just means you understand the tax laws. Yeah. Um, I would have an ego bigger than what I have today if I had $3 billion under my name. <laughs> if I had my name on a couple of buildings around the world. You don't? But I also kind of have, <laughs> I also kind of have this like sense of that I care for other people and what they think too. So, I don't. <laughs> she doesn't. She, she's, <laughs> she's the most antagonistic person, and I'm kind of like the one like, treading the water. I, I'm just like, but, bro, like you got me to where I needed to be financially in that four years where I needed to be. I don't give a shit about like what yeah. you feel. I don't care about your heart or how good you are and like how like I care about stuff. So let's just know. Bill Gates Gates supposedly has a good heart, right? No, no, no. I don't think he has. Let's not even get on that topic. Okay. At this point, he is a reincarnation. Look at the resumes, though. Look at the resumes. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? Yeah. Over $50 billion in donations and all the wonderful things they've done in you Africa. Think Africans like For them? depopulation. Exactly. Yes. You see, but look on, at where they come from. But on the donations. surface, on the surface, he looks like a nerd, right? People look at him and mm-hmm. say, oh, he's, he's such a nice looking guy. And Trump comes across as an asshole, for example, right? So that's that's what people see. But then Trump does shit like pay off people's houses if they help him change a tire on the side of the road. But see, it's the like, thing about so Trump then what is do you I, disagree about? Because every yeah. time policy, I mention policy, what Trump, policy, Trump, bro? What Trump policy was too soft on these assholes. So instead of him draining the swamp, the swamp that. drained. That I his agree ass. with that. I agree. I agree. So with if that. he had drained the Ed. swamp, he wouldn't be where he is today. Ed. Yeah. Can and I, he, but he to me, it's a show. It was. I don't believe either. It was. It was the vaccines for me. Wait, Trump. What did Trump do during the pandemic? So let me tell you. Kept the same bullshit cabinet from the previous administration, which shows me they're all part of the same team. That's not what it shows. Yes, it does. It shows that he had no idea what he was doing at the time. Exactly. That's what I really think. He really didn't know. And 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 who do? Okay, so you're gonna put RFK in there. You're gonna put Vivek in there. You're gonna put who are you gonna put in there? I don't trust Vivek. None of them trust Vivek. Huh? I well, don't he trust ideas. Vivek. He has, he's great. He's like a mini me of Trump. No, he's not. No, he's not. Look, the only thing he's, he's mini me of is because he's funding his own campaign. Yes. He's trying which to is get a big TV. deal, but, man. But which is a big deal. He's who, who has the experience of Trump to go in there knowing that, okay, the first time around I fucked up in these areas. You think he's going to allow the swamp to drain him again the second time around no the swamp I, I swallowed I his ass yeah yeah no they did they did and i i will agree on that 
because well, that was one of my they biggest... didn't he accomplished as much as he did sure and that's true but i think Could've now the swamp, if, like if we had a second term like let's just say we had a second term he's going to be more <laughs> wise he's already seen who has fucked him over and that's going to be his cabinet that he picks is going to be vastly different than before. I hope because so. Because you got to remember, I, I want this country well, we, to succeed. Well, everybody He's that the best. Him, yes, everybody that He's the best him, we've seen. I'm not absolutely. I'm not arguing with the fact that no, Trump's no, no, no. the best president we've had in the I last, mean, however yeah. long I lived in this country. Then what's your you argument? That he could have done better to not yeah. be where he is today. Yeah, he I could think. That, I think. I think within his entire publicity by the way for everybody listening this is not gays against groomers ideology because we are nonpartisan. this is just me and jen talking um for me it was trump came from where he can control every single thing that happened within his industry his business everything he had all financial control but once you get into the presidency you no longer have that right you no longer have complete and utter control and there are certain things that you can and cannot do and i think he didn't really understand that getting into that place and now i do think that he does understand that and that is why they're trying to go at him so hard to get him to not be able to be imagine you're hired for example as a ceo of let's say uh google okay Mm -hmm. and there's there's a hundred executives there who've been there for the last 30 years since the inception. I don't know when I forget when Google started. Uh, yeah, Let's say 30 years. You go in there, Ed, experienced CEO, you go in there, there's 30, uh, there's executive, 100 executives, 30 years of uh, experience there. You think you're going to get your way? Only way is to clear house. Only way. Are you going to clear 100 you executives? You have to. You can't. Listen, bro. If you're going to cut something, you, you got to cut it. You can't. If you can't, you're going to struggle. You can't. You can't. You bring up the, okay, those uh, Name me 30 one company years, that's done that. You can't. I don't know. It doesn't I, exist. I'm not a businessman. You cannot do that. Right? But here's what I will tell you. If Trump was not part of the establishment this time around, he should have run independent. Because... Mm-hmm. Who's voting Republican? But nobody All Trump vote. supporters. Well, this Look is at the Republican Party. No, no, Before Trump, the Republican Party was trash. They were well, about to close their that's doors. Some, that's something else that he's trying that's to That's something different, yeah. though. That's yeah. something completely different. I don't know. He um, should have run independent. But back to like what our topic yes. is. is uh, <laughs> Sorry, we... When you, <laughs> we tend to trail off and we do the same thing. Anytime okay. Trump's name comes up, we get very passionate. We're, but, we're nationalists like that. <laughs> I mean, we're very passionate about our country too. Um, but to go back to it, when the most important thing is not the president election. Yes, it is very important because yeah. that president is going to sign off or deny different policies that come into yeah. place. The one thing that we do need to focus on is who is going to be our senator, who's going to be our mayor, who's going to be our sitting officials within our own local our local, local politicians. Yes. So local from school board all the way up to the mayor of your state. That is where we need to focus because that is what's going to actually make a mm. difference in the country. Yep. It has nothing to do with the presidency Definitely. because we are not going to be able to get to a federal level unless we get to a state level yeah. all aboard. Exactly. That's very true. You're so, absolutely right. And that's the thing. How do we activate these people? Like we've been trying to activate the Armenian community, especially, and a lot of other communities, but we would love to be able to, for example, activate the Hispanic, the Asian community, because we know our cultures are very similar. You know, the Italians, right? Uh, almost all in Cubans, you name it, any, all these cultures that have family values, we, we're almost identical, 90% identical. And so why, why 
that's the thing. We need to find influencers of these different communities, bring them together, whether it's on our <coughs> podcast, other podcasts, unite everybody so that we have that unity and that one vote so we can change the system in California. Well, you guys already started it by having Alex on. Yeah. Right. People need to understand that just because somebody is gay does not mean that they are a bad candidate. And we have seen that from um, at least one different like political parent yeah. group where they stopped backing him once they found out that he was gay, yeah. which is we very disappointing that. because he is probably one of the best leading candidates to support the mission that all of us, the parents yeah. gag that we are all on is I know um, <laughs> that we are all on is to, you know, sit there and protect the children and bring a better healthy living style to everybody within the community but we all have to trust in the process and put our biases aside when it comes to sexuality that's the major thing that i see is you need to look beyond that you need to look at the message that these people are giving you need to look at what they're wanting to promote and what they're doing and then look at their history yeah and that's it. And all we can do is amplify their voices as much as we possibly can. And you guys already started that with Alex, which I think he was the leading candidate that I have looked into and I've seen that can actually help yeah. make a difference in the area. And that's that's why we, I mean, we have so many um, politicians in the past and ones that are interested in coming on the show because it's... It, they're realizing and our audience is realizing that this is what needs to happen. We can no longer be passive and hope, you know, my neighbor will make the right vote. My vote doesn't count. What difference can I make? Because we truly, at this point, it's like there's a saying in Armenian, we, we, we typically don't stand up to things until the knife has hit the bone. You know, yeah, say that that we have a saying like that. And the knife has hit the bone and it's kind of crushed through the bone at this point. And if this doesn't, activate i don't i activate our people i don't know what will because i can't think of anything more precious than our kids if the kids are not going to wake your asses up out of your seat to go out there and vote to make a difference then fuck like if, if and then those same people will come and tell me oh i love my kids you don't love your kids you if you're not going to fight for your kids you can't say you love your kids Right. If you're going to fight for your kids, then you, okay, you love your kids. You're going to fight for them. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to let them go any way they take your kids, well, you don't <clears> really love your kids. You just had kids just to say you have kids. Right. That's it. To no, stroke your ego. I, I, I see that all the time. And, and we constantly get emails. And I know it's not just my chapter here in California, but I know state in actually nationwide yeah. all of our chapter leaders get these emails where it's like, thank you so much for doing X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, Y'all can do it too. Like, why are we your sacrificial lambs? Just like you guys that get out there and do the work every day. Why are you the sacrificial lambs? Right. Yeah, after all that, I mean, the thank yeah. yous are cool. We get those, but it gets frustrating after it's a while. Frustrating. It is, or because they have the same ability to do what all of us are doing. Definitely. Yeah. And the one thing that I do want to say is that for the Armenian community here in Glendale, Ugh. we always say they are the the blueprint. The blueprint. Yes. They are the I just told exact. Them thing that we want every parent group out there to do mm. you guys have tackled it so hard and so amazing yeah. and have kept a very cool temperament about it even mm -hmm. though you may get heated but you've yeah. done it the right way because there's no choice and then once see we've been in this position before yeah, yeah. it's almost like our mental 
genetical ment mentality is yeah. there. It's memory that's yeah. in our systems. Yeah. We know how to fight. Remember? Well, they want you yeah. to use they want you to lose your cool. <laughs> yes. So you so fit we the do narrative the opposite. that they're pushing, right? So when you do the opposite, you Fail. win. And exactly. that's why I tell people all the time, because I have, like I was telling you guys, I have parents emailing me all the time. Constantly. I don't know what to do because X, Y, Z is happening in my state, blah, blah, blah. I tell them, go follow GUSD Parents Voices on Instagram. That is the blueprint of what you that's do. Right. That's the blueprint. For the first time, remember when um, some of those protests broke out and even some of the fights against Antifa? Mm -hmm. For the first time when Ben Shapiro, um, who was the other... Big guy on Twitter that posted our videos. Of Matt Walsh? Not no. Matt. Crowder. Yeah. Crowder? Steven Crowder. Crowder. Yeah. A couple of other ones yeah. where 90% of the comments, which were tens of thousands of comments yeah. combined, were all praising yes. Armenian fathers. Yes. That was the f because typically when you hear we're always being knocked we're always like down. oh these you know, fucking guys drive <laughs> fast on Glen Oaks. They have 20 year old kids driving BMW. All, not all of yeah, us man <laughs> it's we get all the negative publicity for the first time <laughs> not all of you are shahs from la <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you guys saw it for the first time all majority of the comments were man these are truly americans patriots that are fighting for their families and i was like wow finally after yeah, it, it actually <laughs> did feel good for yeah. those two weeks right? remember, remember those two weeks you were actually like happy. yeah like oh man it's, yeah. well it's, i mean you understand why the attack is happening to you guys you believe in the nuclear family yeah. yeah you you typically have two parent households with yeah. your children that's why you're being attacked. They're trying yeah. to break that apart right now. They don't yeah. want you to have only no, a 15% no, divorce rate. They want you to be at the average of 50%. Yes, 100%. Well, if you look at the and Armenian population, it's at 10 to 15%. <laughs> as horrible as to us, that's yeah. bad. Right. No, I, no, totally. 100% right? agree. Isn't it bad? The one thing that I want to say, though, is like even my wife and I, we said that if we were ever to adopt a child, we still need to have a strong role model male figure in that yeah. child's life. Like, I don't care if they're a male or female like she has a really amazing brother and he's my brother too i love him to dear but um we would want him to be a father figure yeah. because it doesn't matter if you're a male or female as a child you, you need still both. need to have that both yes. male and yeah. female growing up experience which is why they want to destroy the nuclear family but i do believe in the nuclear family even though i'm gay yeah, yeah. can because we be I, uncle figures at least or yes hey, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> only <laughs> if we get invited to the barbecue <laughs> i know i want kubi dick oh, kubi oh, de. oh, she good. knows no. the name <laughs> that is she's had a couple mashi malone is my my jam don't even <laughs> so you even like the persian <laughs> ice cream, ice cream huh? oh yeah, yeah. Rose water one's my that jam. rose water one is Man. so good wow. wow you 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 went all the way out there i did i even sure. know how to say salam oh because you work with persian <laughs> yeah <people. laughs> she worked with persian oh i, I also know the formal chatori 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 that's more than what i know yeah it is. <laughs> i don't speak spanish though which is oh, sad because i'm actually she does don't listen to her she does she speaks spanish just like you speak persian bro <laughs> yeah ish i like it was my first language but i like pick up bits and pieces now mm. I'm like, eh, I can, I can it's understand. never too late to learn spanish I... is a much easier language to learn oh compared yes. to armenian it's very easy. yeah yes yeah it is definitely anything we missed i know you guys said there was a couple of uh rallies coming oh, up oh yeah, yeah definitely so 
there is a rally that's coming up on September 13th. It's going to be held outside the Pasadena Courthouse. If you follow gag underscore California on, I guess it's now called X Twitter, um, we keep posting about it. It's in support of a father who lost his child to the mother because he wouldn't affirm immediately the gender mm. transition of his two-year-old. So his the mother of this father of this child um, started transitioning the child at two. The child is now five. The father has not seen his child in at divorced least eight, couple. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah, and so he hasn't seen his child in almost three years because of wow. this happening, and so he's still going through a court case. It's still in family court, but we were having a huge rally. We're parenting right now and combining with mom army, dad army on this. So we are having a huge rally outside the Pasadena courthouse on the 13th. We would love as many people to come out as possible. Um, The one thing that we are talking about is AB uh, 957, which Mm -hmm. would allow a child to dismiss themselves at the age of 12 from their household (laughs) And go into any type of care that they basically wanted. divorce the parents type of pretty deal? much yeah. pretty much they would be able to divorce their parents go into a gender affirming transition home where they would be able to get on medicalization at 12. um they're kind of now making it a little bit earlier where if a parent wants to transition their child they can take the other parent who maybe just want to seek therapy until they're old enough to decide yeah. that yeah, away from them yeah. wow. so right now we're going out there as many people that and can show up. And if both parents don't amazing. affirm, the kid goes on their own. The kid can own. decide to leave yeah. the household and go into a transitional. Um, so these people housing. want a ready-to-go kid that you had to change the diaper, stay up at the ER room, stay next to them when they're having fevers. Once the kid's ready to go, they just want to take it away. Yeah, they want to give uh, children at the age of 12 a complete bodily autonomy when it comes to their medicalization. Fuck yeah yeah and yeah, and, it's really and it's going to go to vote pretty soon here they put it so, on suspension until the next um, right session but i mean i'm hoping to actually be able to get to sacramento and actually speak yeah. on this because it's disgusting yeah um children cannot consent to this at all and yeah. the parents that are pushing it on them they they have they need to go into therapy at this point yeah so the one thing that we're really working on is getting into legislative field so my wife and I are trying to get up to Sacramento as much as possible. Mm. We're working with a, other, yeah. a few other different parent organizations like Freedom Angels and Mom Army to really get working on the legislation to get it passed. Mm-hmm. So that way, or denied, depending on what it is, <clears throat> at all costs, it really comes down to the legislation when it, with, within a state of what happens to these kids. Yeah. And so that's why we always say you need to get out and vote. You need to vote for the people who are going to vote against these type of legislation bills that are being proposed. Because if you don't do that, you can't sit there and complain. I don't want mm. my kid to go through this. I don't want to hear about this. Like they shouldn't be indoctrinating yeah. my child in school. Well, who did you vote for to get into place so that they are allowing this to happen? You need to vote for the people that will protect your kids mm. point blank. Very simple. Majority people might vote for presidential, but local elections, yeah. the turnout numbers are horrible. And that's the yeah. complete opposite. It's you not need sexy. to wake up. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's not that's, sexy. that's the most important thing are your local elections. Exactly. Every the two par- years. The president doesn't control shit. The things that happen in your state are done by the local politicians. Yes. So you have to be very aware of the bills and the politicians that are passing okay. certain bills or backing certain bills, because that is the most important thing. So how are you going to tell me that Californians are so dumb? I mean, I'm a Californian. 
we're all Californians. How do we have Newsom as our governor? Because of the most the most dense populations are in the most bluest areas. And that's the reason why if you were to look at California on a map, all of us are majority red when it comes to that. But because of the density of the population within those small blue areas, it doesn't really equal out that much. Or who counts the votes? I'm not going to get into Well, that. There, there is that too. <laughs> but I also think that like for, and I know as being somebody that left the Democratic Party. You know the, they were cheating back then too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. But yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying there was a, a saying going around forever. Like the Democrats, they thrive and they are basically they're built on the backs of their uneducated voters. Right. And that's and that's a true statement, because I, and I can say that as somebody that was one of those uneducated voters that never did my own research, but was just told from the time I was born you need to vote for this party because they are for people that are like the underdog, they're poor, blah, 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 blah. And, and me as being a female and automatically an empath, I was just like, Oh yeah, you guys are right. Until I started going, wait, 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 the fuck? Like, wait, as a, if when 2025 or 2015 happened, I went, um, something's looking weird. And then when I started seeing the way where they were trashing certain politicians over others, I just kind of went, yeah, that's not the truth. And like yeah. I said, when I went down that rabbit hole, it was done. Yeah. And so that's why we always say, like, really deep dive into the politicians that you yeah. have in your local area. It doesn't matter how little it is from your yeah. school board to your mayor to I don't care. Any of your local politicians, they're mm -hmm. the ones that you're going to have to rely on because those are the ones that make the laws within your small area. So if you want something to change, you have to start with the change. Yeah. You have Very to be then. the change that changes the votes to I mean, get the people in place. Glendale had a recent Glendale election. I think Shant was one of those that had no one run against him. Mm. Yeah, he had 100% of the Shant votes. I think Shant had 100% yeah. of the votes. And we yeah. needed to have people so step up. That means there was no one child. No, no one wanted that job. Yeah. As important yeah. of a job as that was, nobody in the community was willing to do it, including myself. I don't want to blame other people. I don't want to take a school district job oh, pays geez. twenty eight thousand a year really i mean that's california that pays there's states that don't even pay arizona does not pay for school board yeah yeah school board school board members don't yeah. get paid well, in arizona your incentive should not be the salary of any type I and mean, i'm sure Sean's president not makes 440 grand, grand a year whatever. well i mean if you look at this way basically my wife and I are school board because we do this all on a volunteer basis yeah. and this like yeah. is a over a 40 hour a week job that we do yeah. but then here's so, the difference but all at the end of the day we're helping save kids yes yeah. that's the difference. that's what matters but maybe sometimes the uh salary is not as important as what's given backhanded <laughs> well and that's what i was going to say if it, they're only showing you that that's what they're getting paid that's not i'm just saying what I they're mean, actually getting paid if okay for example let's take sean for an example like if i was in his shoes but i had my mentality i would have quit that job i've been like look these four people that I'm sitting with, I do not agree with. Yeah. I can't be here. Yeah. Bye. I'm resigning. But no, the guy's sitting there mm -hmm. on a job that does not take care of his family, right? right. 28 grand is not supporting a family no, for no. Right? We all live you in You know California. that's not what they do for a living, right? All of Obviously, right? yes. It's a part-time gig. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you feel like this person, this is not me. If you get into a job yeah. two weeks into it, you're like, I'm just not comfortable here. I'd rather make less, but be at my job that I had before. Okay, where's his ethics at? Obviously, something's holding him there. When you because say his ethics, 
I mean, if he votes for these things, that means he he's on board with it. That's where his ethics and moral. That's where his moral compass is. Honestly, at. as an Armenian dad, I find it hard to believe. Just that because he's an Armenian him. dad doesn't mean well. There's also pressures from outside. You mentioned sources. cult earlier. Earlier, right? You yeah. said cult. So when people are indoctrinated into a certain ideology and they start to believe it, they will put their original morals and everything that they thought aside for that. Like, I'm just ideology. thinking, like, There's he doesn't have a mom or a dad that'd be like, bro, our neighbor came List, and told me no. that you're voting for this? This is what I raised you as? I told you guys last week, go watch Sean Hannity's interview with Newsom. Mm. See oh, how yeah. well Newsom sells himself. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you walk away thinking, damn, this guy should be president. I mean, that's how good he well, was. Well, but that's a goal. That's what they want you to Yes. See. and He's and, highly trained. And you yeah, think but Hannity if you, didn't throw if, him the softballs? No, he Ed, really? no, I don't trust media. I don't even know which one Hannity is, to be honest with you. They're all pieces of shit Fox, to me. Fox, Fox. Okay, Fox, Fox. You think Fox is any better than the no, other Ed, ones? It's no, not about, it's just as bad. Trash. It's not Trash. about being better, but Sean Hannity is a he's like Trump's nutsack. I mean, the guy's not gonna <laughs> throw softballs when it comes to Newsom. Yeah, I promise true. you that. That's true. He's okay. actually kind of a hard ass. He's kind of like Tucker. It's, but Newsom schooled him. It was embarrassing. You think Newsom's, he would have done that to Tucker? I don't know. You think I don't Newsom know. would have pulled that off with Tucker? I don't think so. You never know. Well, the, I did not expect. What, I'm telling you, you have to watch it. I've seen the. I know you have to go watch it. I know. Don't okay, pretend. Don't be. Out? Don't be Constantine. Yeah, I've read that book. Constantine. <laughs> have you? No, I've actually yeah, seen the interview, that. bro. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, I've seen the interview. I'm not kidding. Clips you, of it. Yeah, clips. Yeah. Which clip? <laughs> stupid clips. I'm bro. only laughing because I saw the whole stupid clips. But oh my god, that was hilarious. <laughs> if it was on Fox, how the fuck? Man, better watch bullshit, guy. I haven't had Fox. I haven't had Fox in nine years. You think I'm gonna watch the whole? You thing? don't need well, Fox, better name Johnny. YouTube. You go to YouTube. You know YouTube. Yes, I have one. The of show those. we are on. You go the to one YouTube. I have, I have. You type it. Hannity? Yeah. You make a kubi there, you sit and relax. <laughs> and turn on You Hannity. invite me over yes. to have kubi there? Invite have them, kubi have some duch. Duch. Oh, oh my yes. god. <laughs> this guy. Damn, now I'm hungry, but I got I a like paint dog. Come here, I don't have cable at home. Okay, who's having us over? <laughs> <laughs> now I have to find a corner store that has Abali, the duch. Everything. <laughs> oh, man. That was a good question but unfortunately i can't i don't know about these two <laughs> my another kids time, another time yes ne next time money. next time we'll uh we'll yes. do an outdoor show with uh gays against groomers and we'll have an actual grill and kubi there yeah. maybe we'll get manny koshman to do our kubi there <laughs> i don't want to be hungry that day <laughs> you guys are going pretty hungry <laughs> 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 yeah we'll do this really yeah well if there's any nothing else you guys want to add, we want to thank you both, uh, uh, Meg and Jen, for taking time out of your Monday to be here, and thank you Definitely. to Graze Against Groomers for all the hard work that you guys do for the thank community, you. for the parents, statewide, citywide, on a national level. Um, it's not easy because yeah. I know you guys get attacked probably more than we do. Uh, we get attacked quite a bit, but I'm sure you probably get attacked more than we do. Probably. Um, so you have to have that, you know, perseverance, that vision in mind to fight through all the struggles, all, you know, all the bastards that 
that are going to show up that I haven't done jack shit all their life. And all of a sudden they're, they're, they have 18 million opinions. Yeah. yeah. Um, but keep up the fight because our community, our future generations need you guys just like yeah. they need the wiseness, just like they need our audience and every, every other parent out there. You guys get involved. Don't sit ha- at home and just jerk off all day long. Get involved. <laughs> You know, just your, do that. Your, at your night. kids are going to ask you. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you they're going to ask you 15, 20 years from now. Mom, dad, what did you guys do 20 years ago when all this shit yeah, was happening? Well, jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> we were jerking yeah. off the Gray James's artwork. I mean, the only thing that I can say is thank you so much for having us on. It yeah, was truly was an honor. We've followed you guys forever love you guys love thank working you. with you, you guys. um if anybody wants to help contribute to us you can go to gaysagainstgroomers.com please donate if you can or at least support and share the information that we do share on the main ones is going to be ig and well what used to be twitter I, it feels weird calling it x, x. x. it feels weird i'm still not um, used to it no but definitely all the support all the love all anything that anybody can do it definitely helps us get to where we need to do and get to where we need to go to get it happen exactly and you know yeah tonight's show will be up on spotify itunes tomorrow and all other uh, major platforms um for next week we actually will not have a show monday night because it's labor day for those of you that actually work are employed, make sure you make the best of it. The rest of you low lives who are unemployed. Fuck you. Antifa, you especially. Stay you better not fucking be partying on Monday. Maybe they don't apply to you. <laughs> Go to their house. <laughs> but next week our show will actually be on Wednesday, September the sixth, at the same time, seven thirty PM live. We have a special guest. We're going to be discussing a lot of interesting topics about COVID, your microbiome, vaccines. We're going to have a uh, physician who was actually in the front lines during all through the lockdowns and everything. So it's going to be an interesting show. Other than that, once again, thank you both for joining us this evening. Thank you, all of you, our viewers, our watchers, for um, tuning in. Have a wonderful week. Enjoy your families. Enjoy Labor Day. Again, if you're employed and you have a paycheck, <laughs> otherwise, we'll see you Wednesday. <laughs> Peace. Thank you, ladies. Thank you.